and Music Mix. We're your hosts. I'm Dustin. And I'm Kevin. On this podcast, we discuss horror films and scores with both fans of the genre and professionals of the music and film <laughs> industry. Our goal with this podcast is to meld our love of horror with our passion for music, hoping to inspire our listeners to appreciate all elements of the art of film. If you can't tell from the background, my favorite of all time. Maybe. We're talking about Halloween. And One and have? two. Who's here? Oh, who's here? Oh, hi, I'm Derek. <laughs> it's weird, I can't hear myself. Oh, like we right. can hear you. <laughs> it's all right. But yeah, I'm Derek. Hi. You can hear yourself because you're talking. I've been on this uh, thing before. Indeed. Once. But yeah. Before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, before. You can see his before. face. <laughs> it's his face. Whose face? I can see his face. It's the eye hole. And then the knife is the nose. You know, uh, oh, I'm going to be whipping out every piece of trivia for this movie. I know everything about this movie. There you go. Not, nice. to, not to flex. I don't know if that's a flex. Just, that's a flex. I, I was that's a what students would call a flex. And I watched this movie obsessively. <laughs> like, I don't know if that's a flex. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, what are we talking about? We're talking about Halloween. <laughs> We're talking Sorry. about Halloween. Halloween. Let's start off with the first one, and then we'll get into the... Famous and infamous second one. Second one, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's infamous. It's fucking I, well, awesome. Some people call it infamous. I don't know why. I, I love it. I, I like it. I like it. But so we got Halloween by John Carpenter um, tonight, and we'll be first uh, asking about. <laughs> uh, let me hear about your guys' stories about Halloween. Dustin, we'll start with you. Like, I mean, it's it's hard not to hear about Halloween when you're growing up. You see the mask. You yeah. start associate <clears throat> the pictures with. Ooh, I want to rent that at Blockbuster, and then all of a sudden you're watching them all. But what is your little personal story of Halloween? I think the first one I remember watching because it was coming out, it was new, because I'm old, was H2O. <laughs> I think that's the first one I watched. I was a kid. My mom like rented it or something like that. And then that's how I got introduced to Michael Myers and eventually watched the rest of them. Mm. And how about you there, Derek? How about what was your introduction to Halloween? I want to say it was on like AMC or something, like TV, <clears throat> where I watched like the first one. <clears throat> and uh, the first one's like one of those movies. There's like no blood. There's some yeah. tits, but it like totally works just fine on a TV, like mm-hmm. or on on like televised, because they don't have to cut that much out. Uh, it definitely. Whenever, however, I watched it, I've seen this movie so many times. I don't even know like specifically the first time, but it had it. It's got to be like just it was on TV and I watched it, uh, like I talked about last time when I was on. Uh, my mom traumatized me, so I probably watched this way too young. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I remember watching it when I when I got it, like I got my like own copy of it on a DVD probably, um, and just like watching it alone in the middle of the day and still like being terrified. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's really just the music, honestly. That's what does it for me. The music. The music. And I'm sure we'll get into that. It's so, so it's, good. It's, it's, so it's probably good. one of the best, for me, it's in no, my top five horror soundtracks. It's the it's, horror soundtrack, the honestly. It, like, for me, it's <laughs> what I, it, it, if, like, this movie is great if you take it out of it, but if you take it out of it, it, like, loses, it, like, 50% of its effectiveness. True. It's so good. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, for Just me, on. no, no, yeah, no. For <laughs> me, it's uh, it was kind of the same thing. I, I, I think it was on Sci-Fi, 
channel, and it was the very last few minutes when he he gets shot six times, and then he <laughs> and then he falls off. I'm like, what is this? And then it started playing like number four or something. I was like, oh yeah, because so. On TV, they always mm-hmm. skip two. We can talk about that when we get into two. Right. And then they were just like, yeah, let's not put this good not the three on. And then you're like, wait, four? What happened? <laughs> right. I was so confused when I was little. <laughs> oh so gosh. I went to the, I, the next day I went to, um, what was, well, I actually went to Hollywood Video. And I was like, I'm going to find the Hurt first Halloween. I found it in Washington. I was like, man, that's good. Um, and just like all of the major slashers of the 80s, 70s and 80s, like I just started to fall in love with it and. Halloween was one I always came back to. Um, but yeah. It's not like the first slasher, but it's the slasher. It's, yeah. it's the one it's like, that started the craze. Even like, I mean, Black Christmas is like as the first as... or whatever, but like even that has like some cheesy slasher-ishness well, to it. You know what I mean? Would Psycho be a slasher? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's weird because that happened so like so much earlier than like those two movies, than Black Christmas and Halloween, yeah. but like definitely like it's... It sets sets the the table. Yeah, right. So speak, I mean, but. then we got the you know, give me start on Giallo, like. Oh, but I mean, this is this is like it. it was cheap. <laughs> they made this movie cheaply, just like any other good slasher. But like this movie is like classy, and it's like a movie. <clears throat> you know. Yeah. <clears throat> like it's not, you know, not to throw shade. I love slasher movies, but they're all like dog shit production wise. Like for the most part, like there's not much to them, and I'm someone who loves pieces. There's, like, not much to that movie. Bastards! Uh, this, yeah. <laughs> Bastards! But, like, there's, like, every... You can tell there's, like, some care that was... And that's just accidental by John Carpenter. He just mm-hmm. couldn't make... Well, until the 90s hit. Couldn't really make a bad movie mm-hmm. for the longest time. I mean, yeah. you look at, like, the string of movies that he made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from here till the mid eighties, oh, was like I saw on Thirteen, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, right, right before this. Oh, like, right. Man, this is like the second one in the in the marathon of awesome John Carpenter movies. That's a good point. So we should start with a spoiler short free summary. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Since Dustin's going to take it away on the longer summary, I'll see what we got here. <laughs> Mass killer waits for Halloween night to wreak havoc on babysitters in the suburbs of Haddonfield, Illinois. That's what I wrote. Yeah, yep. I, mean, I mean, like, it's pretty... Yeah. There you go, yeah. I mean... And, and, and that's, like, that's honestly, to me, why it's, like, a perfect movie. Because it's very simple. Mm-hmm. It does that yeah. shit so well. Like, that's all you need to know. And, like, that's what makes it scary. Because, like, if you're in the mindset of just this first movie, screw all the sequels, it's terrifying that he literally, like, from a thematic standpoint, in this movie, he sees Laurie, and he's just like, that's, a, that's a, I'm gonna go after her mm-hmm. for really no reason. Well, and yeah, that's what makes mm-hmm. it so scary. Interesting. We do have one trigger warning. There is an there is an animal death. Um, Damn dog, dude. Yeah, I mean, comparing that to say Cannibal Holocaust, though, I mean, it's like I mean, it's still yeah. it's still <laughs> awful. But you know, what I mean, it's like yeah. on a on a scale of one to that, it's not it's, real. Right. We can. Yeah. 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 Like Cannibal Holocaust, allegedly. <laughs> yeah. I hope. Yeah. Not. Well, yeah. Yeah. Chokes out a German Shepherd. No, allegedly for Cannibal Holocaust. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh. Anyway, that's that's another episode. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one. I might mean, be... I can do that one all by myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, Derek Welcome will take back over. to whatever the fuck this movie's called or this that's podcast is like... called. Is that about yeah. horror movies or something? Yeah, he yeah. just hijacks it. Hey, hey, 
Oh, let's talk about let, all the let cannibal Let me tell you films. why. Cannibal Holocaust this is fucking Derek awesome. Derek Gower. And then <laughs> oh, God. Hijacks it. Here's why I love this movie. <laughs> let's also get to Necromantic while we're at it. Let's <laughs> no. throw on Frankenhooker. Oh, well, yes. We will talk about Frankenhooker. Awesome. Oh, we should just do a Hand and Lauder episode. All of this stuff. Oh. That, there's... That's a lot, though. Yeah, that's a there lot. There is a lot. Okay, that's good a point. Yeah, but, I mean, that's, that's not a bad idea. Maybe, like, a little mini-series. Mm-hmm. But we are talking about Halloween. Halloween. Yes. <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> John Carpenter. Yes. Today, <laughs> tonight. Uh, happy Halloween. This episode is dropping on Halloween. Ooh. So, uh, thanks for joining us on Halloween, if you're listening to us, honestly. Yes, and check your candy. Check your yeah. candy. Make sure there's no razor blades in it. Yeah. So, fucking, mm-hmm. I'll start her out. So, the movie starts with the iconic theme music, and it has a yellowish-orange font showing the opening credits and the movie title, accompanied, uh, yeah, accompanied by a jack-o'-lantern, and it just slowly zooms in until we get to the eye of the jack-o'-lantern. Were you talking about that? Yeah, yeah there's something you had about that. It's, uh, it's Mike Myers' head. And then the, 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 like the left eye that it zooms into it like, mm-hmm. looks like his head. And then the nose, it's a knife. If you look at it, you'll see it. Like mm-hmm. when, when I tell you that now, oh, you just look at yeah. it. Interesting. There's always something with like the pumpkins. Yeah. And uh, not all of these movies, but. The like, second one, but we'll get. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The second one's, oh man, that's like the greatest yeah, that's title card really ever. Cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome, dude. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it zooms in all the way to the eye of the pumpkin, and it, the candle inside blows out and goes black. And we find ourselves in Haddonfield, Illinois, on Halloween night, 1963. Uh, it's a point of view shot on somebody walking up to a house, and we go to the front door, and then around the back of the house. You start looking inside of a window, and you see two people making out. The boyfriend is joking around with a clown mask and says, hey, let's go upstairs. And then you see him go upstairs. I want to talk about how short of a period of time. Oh yeah, no, he comes upstairs. quick. Like, <laughs> he's in <laughs> now. <laughs> hey. But it's like okay, so they go upstairs, and then you know we make our way back around the house, and then you look up at the bedroom, and the light goes out, and all that, and then you finally go inside into the kitchen, grab a knife. And from the kitchen, we walk into the dining room, from into the living room, and then we hear the boyfriend getting ready to leave. So it's like, you just walked in, grabbed a knife, and then you walked, like, what? For two minutes? One minute? And I mean, like, for like you one see minute. her naked, completely butt-ass naked later. Yeah. I mean, it's... It's not like he took one look and was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> you know, like, she's fine. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's it's so weird. It's like it's like it's a weird blip for this movie. <laughs> <clears throat> mm-hmm. But yeah, so we hear the boyfriend's getting ready to ready to leave, and like all the while, this menace. I, I wrote this menacing note. Just holds. It's just like in the dude. This score. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So after that, the guy leaves. The boyfriend leaves, and the girlfriend. The girl is now alone, and the point of view starts going up the stairs. They grab the clown mask off the floor, puts it on, so now it's like just the eye holes over the camera. Yeah. And it's breathing. And it's breathing, yeah. He's just breathing. Yeah. And then we go into the bedroom where the girl is singing, combing her hair. She looks over and screams, Michael? And bam, starts getting stabbed. 
showing very little blood. I think that's like the only blood in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. Well, there's a little bit later. Uh, her arm. Her arm, and then oh, yeah. when um, the yeah, cuts the her. um when the guy upside down was like, there's a little bit of blood around his yeah, sternum. Yeah, it's mostly like noise. Mm. I feel like your mind makes it more because there's like that, and then the like it's very slight, but it's like so quiet. Otherwise, mm. like your mind almost like, dude, that scene's so bloody, and it's actually not at all. It's like Texas Chainsaw Massacre with the. Oh right, the hook. Right, but you don't see any of that at all. But no, you're, like, just, when you're a kid, you're like, "Oh my god!" It's well, the... yeah, fuck that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why. Yep, <laughs> you're basically killing her, and then you walk downstairs, and out the front door, car rolls up. It's Michael's parents. Michael, what are you doing? Michael <laughs> says the man and takes off the mask, and then reveals that it's a it's a kid in a clown costume. So I wanted to ask about this. What makes this? I don't know. I feel like it's like the perfect prologue to the movie. What what makes this essential to the viewing? What makes this work so well? Well, should we compare it to how Rob Zombie did it? No, <laughs> nope. <laughs> Leave that out under no circumstances. <laughs> we talk about that. That's movie. why I, I just. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know because I feel like if you don't have that, not that I've ever watched this movie without that, but I feel like if you don't, it like loses something. I don't know what that something is, and I think that's what's so like spooky about this movie yeah it's like there's something and you don't know what it is mm-hmm. and then it's like this it's kind of like the way that the movie shot when michael's not around you're like it's super wide and you're like looking for him in the background where is he he's not there there's mm-hmm. like he's just not there but you like think i still do it to this day i've seen this movie probably a thousand times and i'm still like is he like nah what am i doing I know he's not over there. Uh-huh. He's not you know, there. There's like, there's he wasn't something, there last time. There's something to it. He sees Lori, and he wants to kill her, or whatever. Uh, for some reason, we don't know why, mm-hmm. and I think like that scene just sets up that he just is. Like, right. Michael Myers just mm-hmm. is. <clears throat> and it, uh, like, you know, we can look at all the other sequels besides two, um, and know that, like, <clears throat> yeah, the more you explain... The more goofy it is, and it's like, this doesn't that. work. <clears throat> I think also it showcases, you know, since we have this opening shot, and I think most audiences, when they're seeing this masked man, they assume, oh, that must be, because of course, in we'll talk about it in a little bit, that must be Michael. So I think that establishes him as someone, some psych, some psychopathy of some sense. Yeah. They do, a, you know, escape an asylum, but we'll get into that right now. So. But I mean, the opening has like little dialogue. Right, but like doesn't need it. Yeah, we're, hey, we're let's like, go upstairs and yeah, yeah. and uh, see you later. Uh, <laughs> well, Michael, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been the tagline. Michael, what are you doing? <laughs> Michael, what are you doing? <laughs> well, we jump to Smith's Grove, October thirtieth, nineteen seventy-eight. Can I just say real quick before you keep going? Yeah. Every single word that this teacher is saying makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. <laughs> and then what she says in response also makes no sense. About, like, fate and how it's an element or whatever. Like, you know, like, what? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> and, and it's, like, juxtaposed with her, like, you know, noticing <clears throat> that Michael's just standing there. And it's, like, we're supposed to, like, take something away from this, like, nonsensical philosophical debate in a high school classroom? Mm-hmm. That's like, sounds really collegial. It doesn't sound, anyway. I don't know. It's always like, what the fuck are they talking about? 
Well, Derek's talking about the future because I haven't got there. Oh, yet. I'm sorry, but we're it's, watching it's, it. it's on. We're watching it's it. Yeah, that's fine. that's fine. We'll have context later. And honestly, those two gripes about the guy coming while he's going up the stairs and uh, <laughs> that—that's pretty much where my gripes to this movie end. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Uh, very true. early. Yeah, everything else is perfect. You yeah. know, and it's a movie made in the late '70s with like zero dollars. Yeah. You gotta give him some leeway. Oh yeah. Yep. You gotta give him some leeway. Yeah. Maybe they only had, maybe maybe they were like running out of footage in the thing, and they were like, uh, "Fuck, tell them to come down now!" Like we we're running out of <laughs> out of film. We're running out of film. Oh <laughs> uh, shit! See you later. Well, <laughs> I don't know. It's got to be something like that. <laughs> but either way, back at Smith's Grove, October thirtieth, nineteen seventy-eight. Uh, there's a car driving through a storm. It's Doctor Loomis and a nurse. They're heading to Smith's Grove to pick up Michael. Loomis says, don't underestimate it. He hasn't spoken in 15 years. <laughs> They're supposed to transport Michael, and Loomis is not joking around. They pull up, and the theme music starts. There's people outside in the rain in hospital gowns. Loomis gets out to open a gate, and one of the patients jumps on the car. It's Michael. He's sticking his hand in the window, attacking the nurse. She almost crashes the car, but stops and gets out. And then Michael fucking Grand Theft Auto's this car and hijacks it. And then <laughs> I got a quote: "The evil is gone. <laughs> He's there gone from here. He's the gone. evil is gone." <laughs> it's, it's like, what? dude, Donald Pleasance is a fucking dude. It's man, great, dude. Yeah, he is the man. Oh man. And then we go back to Haddonfield during a quiet day, showing a quiet neighborhood with some more iconic score playing. Lori Strode walks out of her house and heads. Uh, to school her father tells her to not don't forget to drop that key off the at the Myers house and then she starts walking a kid comes up to her it's Tommy Doyle little Tommy Doyle asking if she's coming over that night because she's his babysitter they approach the Myers house and the kids all like you're not supposed to go up there that's the boogeyman's house and this and that uh, he then takes off and you hear a heavy breathing through a mask coming from the house like the point of view out of the house mm-hmm. watching Lori come up to it. Um, Again, that score. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then she, you know, drops the key off and leaves. And then you see, like, just in the corner of the frame, somebody's shoulder just watching Lori walk away. Mm-hmm. And then, let's see, the next scene, Loomis is arguing with someone from the clinic saying they need to warn the police in Haddonfield that Michael is coming, but. You know, nobody never believes Loomis in this. Uh, we then go back to Lori at school in class, which is what Derek was <laughs> talking Having about. Having a great here. debate about fate. Having yeah. a debate about Intellectual. fate. Intellectual. Uh, she looks totally. out the window and sees a car parked outside with the man wearing a mask standing there. The teacher asks her to answer a question. She does and then looks back out the window and, <gasps> he's gone. Another bit about that. He's if gone. If I did some shit like that in this day and age... Just call on some random kid, man. Shit, she's she's bald. Uh huh. That's bald. That's it. Anyway, class gets over, and now uh, little Tommy Doyle is carrying a pumpkin and being bullied, getting told that the boogeyman is coming for him. The bullies push him over, and they break his pumpkin because he falls on it, and they run off, and they run right into the boogeyman himself with a jump scare in the score. It's like, ring. uh. Then they run away, and the main theme plays while Michael falls Tommy, and then he drives off. 
Anything to say about that before I start this next? I don't think it's it's it's. I do appreciate that in Halloween how they establish, like I think every single documentary, every single interview I've ever heard, people really care in slashers when they actually care about the characters. And in this case, we actually I feel like from the get go we care about Lori. We care about mm-hmm. um, her, you know, her story. She's not overly annoying she's she's yeah she's a do-gooder and yes we get do-gooder you know what i mean like you know but it's just she really cares about the people in her community her friends although annoying at least you know they all have personalities and i just think that's why this works so well it's because we're we're establishing a character that the audience can identify with and care about and be like gosh we hope nothing happens to her in most other slashers, that's never the case. It's like, I can't yeah, wait for these fuckers to die. Yeah. But that's oh, that's yeah. before that time. So we actually care about these characters, and we want them to be okay. Especially Lori. Especially Lori, though. I wrote down, this really applies with two, because I know there's like, and we'll get to it yeah. when we get to it, but I know there's like a criticism about her character, but I mm-hmm. Oh, I think about it. But uh, Lori, um, in this movie also, she's shown to be just like a normal girl. Mm-hmm. Uh and she's vulnerable because of that and uh she's not like she doesn't well until the they get what like the 10th sequel or whatever she's not like a badass she's not like strong everything that she does is like out of necessity to survive mm-hmm. and i think that's much more interesting than like i mean i like a, a good strong uh woman character but it's just something about her like she just wants to fucking go home babysit the little kid and study for the midterm you know what i mean yeah. yeah she's not even really concerned about the dance that's like a thing that all of her friends are yeah you know concerned about and she just wants to and you can see it in her face <clears throat> perfectly acted um that like you know this this girl is like kind of like afraid of the whole world mm-hmm. and that like we can all kind of like relate to that in some way and we don't want anything bad to happen to her, even though we don't, we don't spend like that much time getting to know who she is. We know enough to know that we're going to feel bad for her when Michael inevitably starts coming. Yeah. You know? yeah. She's just so like, so innocent and sweet. We don't want anything. And we know the actor, Jamie Lee Curtis. You know. Yeah, I wonder if when After, people were first introduced to her... Right. How did they think? I mean, right. I know that she was on a mm, yeah. sitcom for a, for an episode or two, and that's how they're like, oh, let's check her out. But I wonder now that we have all this knowledge of her, you know, the movies later and stuff, how that affects us it, looking at her now, yeah, which yeah. is just a very effective main character. And, uh, we're about to get a, a, a little yeah. uh, unknown uh, John Carpenter cameo here in a second. Oh. You might not be able to see it on the VHS, though. There's some things you can't see. I noticed last night. I yeah, like, it's Blu-ray and stuff. Yeah. But like, we are watching to... this on VHS right now. Yes. But like right about now, she like goes up and like hits the the bush. When it changes shots, or maybe it's when Lori comes up, you can see John Carpenter's cigarette smoke. <laughs> yeah. Oh right yep. yeah. <laughs> Just smoke it away. Hand action. Well, I mean, he funny. was like making movies. He was like on like three packs a day. He was just constantly. Dang. Uh, All right, let's get right to it. Back, back, back to. I had to point that out. Yeah, no, that's I like that. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, back to Loomis. Yeah, Michael falls Tommy and he drives off. That's where we were mm-hmm. after the school. And back to Loomis on a payphone with the police warning that Michael is on his way. 
and he's found a truck on the side of the road, and he finds the rabbit in red matches. Isn't that from the car that he had? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the mm-hmm. matches were in the car before. I didn't say that. I'm sorry. No, that's all right. Uh, back to Lori at the school with one of her friends, Linda. Hey, Linda. Uh, talking about having so much to do and yada yada. Totally. <laughs> they're walking up from school and then their other friend, Annie, meets up with them. So we got Laura, Linda, and Annie are the like the three main characters, I would say, besides Loomis and Michael. Mm-hmm. It's Halloween. It's Halloween. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're just walking home from school and they bring up what's going on that night. And, you know, Lori has to babysit and Annie has to babysit. And while they're walking, Michael drives by, and Annie yells, Hey, jerk! Speed, speed kills! kills. <laughs> Car stops for a second, and they're like, Jeez, you can't handle it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he drives off. So Annie has to watch little Lindsay Wallace, and Lori has to watch Tommy Doyle, and they're going to be like three houses down from each other. So this is setting up for what's going on mm-hmm. later on. Uh, so they're going to be babysitting. Linda wants to hang out with her boyfriend, and they continue walking and eventually split up as they reach their homes. Lori then sees Michael standing just behind a bush, where you could also see John Carpenter's smoke go by. <laughs> Fun fact. Yeah, put, yeah. Uh, Annie walks over to the bush and says, Lori, dear, he, he wants to take you out tonight. And then, yeah, right after that, I'm pretty sure it was the smoke. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it was genuinely just Nick Frost in there, I mean, he's a hunky guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hunky. Then there's actually nobody behind the bush, and Annie goes home, and Lori's now alone. She keeps walking and looking back at the bush. She runs into Mr. Brackett, which is the sheriff, Sheriff Brackett, and gets spooked. And yeah, you get that quote, you know, it's Halloween. Everyone's yeah. entitled to one good scare. Out, out in front of Lori's second house of the movie. Mm-hmm. When she comes out at the beginning, that's a completely different house. Oh. Yeah. It's like completely different. Wow. And mm-hmm. then when they shot the inside, uh, that was the third different house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't help myself. No, no, that's, that's what we're here for. It. That's what we're here for. Well, that's what you're here for. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, we get this quote, and Lori's all paranoid now, and she's hearing kids trick or treat. She's, you know, even freaking out hearing kids trick or treat. She's, mm-hmm. she's paranoid. She gets home and goes into her bedroom. The phone rings, and you could hear someone just tune on the other end. And I wrote, Tyler Durden, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you have that. Right, you know. <laughs> <You're off. laughs> uh, yes, she says, hello, hello, hello. And hangs up. Phone rings again, and it's Annie. Lori is all spooked. This is actually what's going on on the TV right now. We're caught mm-hmm. up. Uh, Lori leaves again with a pumpkin after... She's laying down, just chilling here for a little bit. I kind of skipped this little part. She leaves again with a pumpkin. Here we go. Establishing how sweet she is, though. Like, she's just laying there, man. She just wants she's to... hanging out. She's trying know. to rest. But you can tell that she's, like, nervous, anxious. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, she gets picked up by Annie, and then it cuts to Loomis and, and a man walking through the cemetery. They're looking for Judith, Judith Myers' gravestone. Judith was the young lady killed. The sister. Uh, this is mom. Oh, this is mom. Yeah, right. Oops, mom. Oh, well, fuck. See, I don't know. No. Yeah. Judith Myers. Judith. Oh. Uh, well, kids. they're looking for Judith's gravestone. Sorry. Judith. What is that? Saving Silverman? 
Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Fuck. <laughs> uh, once they reach it, they find that it is missing, and then here goes Loomis. He came home. Back to Annie and Lori smoking a joint, listening to Fear the Reaper in the car, dude. Or good Don't choice. Fear the Reaper, sorry. Well, yeah, and the first song is John Carpenter's band. Mm. The non-Blue Oyster cult song. I think it's this first one. Or hmm. maybe do they... Yeah, because then it, it's like... Yeah, she's getting in the car now. It's the bad one. <laughs> like, you know. This this is ridiculous. They're just smoking a joint. And My let's God. see here. Yeah, they're driving on... And Annie's talking about watching a horror movie marathon that night, scaring the shit out of little Lindsay Wallace. And then all of a sudden, my dad! You know, like, she didn't need to pull over <laughs> to talk to him. Yeah, right. But, I mean, you're high as shit. You don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. But your dad's a sheriff. <laughs> I don't know. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... Hey, dad, just wave and keep driving. Off you go. Like, oh, I, but I, it is. Oh, the, I didn't see you. It is the seventies. Who knows if this small town sheriff even knows what weed smells like? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, maybe. Like, you guys have a skunk in your car? What that? He's like, you hear a skunk later on down? <laughs> but she, yeah, she pulls over, talks to her dad. She asks what, what happened. Um, some kids took some Halloween mask and some rope. And a road does he not smell? The you always think it's kids. Damn oh, kids damn taking kids. some mask and rope. Well, they, they, all they took. Was some Halloween masks, some rope, a couple of knives. Who do you think it was? Who do you think? Uh, <laughs> some kids. Uh, yep, so they leave again, and then it goes back to Loomis walking up to the sheriff, like, right when they leave. And while he's standing there, we get this great scene of Michael driving by as Loomis isn't working. Mm-hmm. Looking. <laughs> the next scene, Lori. I'm sure you could smell it. See? <laughs> She's she very self-aware. <laughs> she, she knows. <laughs> she knows. Talk about Annie's dad. And then they talk about the school dance and, ooh, Ben Tramer. And fucking, she wants to go to, to, <laughs> to the dance with Ben Tramer. The theme music plays as Michael's following them in the, in the car. See? Yeah, I don't know how they can't see him. They're high as uh, shit, that's why. Oh, yeah, I guess so. They're like, there's a yeah, dragon behind us. I mean, he he yeah, rolls not... up on them. <laughs> like, know? they are breaking one of the three rules. Yeah. Oh, they're definitely breaking rules. They're breaking rules. Also, pop trees. Breaking all the rules. So, yeah, Michael's following them. They... <laughs> Let's see. They drive to their houses. He parks the car and gets out and watches Annie go to the Wallace's house. Then we cut to Loomis and the sheriff at the old Myers house where they find a dead dog that has been chewed on, right? It's been uh, eating dogs. Yeah. You can see that they're just driving around in circles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, they're smoking a joint. Well, yeah, sure. It's like, where Yeah, where out. are they driving? They're, they're just hanging out. They're just driving. But yeah, Sheriff and the Loomis are at the Myers house. They go upstairs and Loomis goes on about the window. <laughs> this is the window he looked out of and this and that. And I'm going to insert a Loomis, insert Loomis monologue here. The greatest, the greatest scene in anything ever. <laughs> See, and that's like, that's it. That's, that's like all you need ever for any monster in anything. Mm-hmm. Like... Somebody That's, who's just like well, hellbent about Just like it. that much information. Even if it's like, if it's just like a tiny little speech like that, or, you know, whatever. Like, there's something like that in the thing. Where like, someone's just like, my, you know, I don't know, it's, it's, uh, it's the dog from the, the Russians or whatever. Or like, the, 
the fly. All you need is, like, that tiny little explanation. You don't need to, like, dig, dig deep into, like, the science or anything like that. Mm. Or, like, you know, establish some stupid bullshit cult, for example, hypothetically speaking. <laughs> oh, for um, yeah, I mean, You know, to explain why he's evil. He just is. That's so out, outlandish to most human beings. So that's all you need. That's why yeah. it's scary. Yeah. Anyway. There you go. Dude, the thorn cult, dude. Fuck. <laughs> I, I was I was really I, trying hard I to remember I just finished six before this and oh, I was just like shit sorry I'm sorry which which cut the shitty oh, no. one or the shitty one oh no <laughs> the shittier one it's like they're they're both shitty it's like was was Paul Rudd oh, Jesus Christ was Paul Rudd wearing a weird cult uh, cloak thing. I think so. That's the At one cut. In mm. one point. Uh, astrology. <laughs> okay, back to Halloween 1, not 6. Back to this good movie. Back to the good one. So yeah, they're just hanging out at the Myers house and he tells the sheriff that he's going to wait at the house for him and he tells, tells him to tell his men to keep their mouth shut and their eyes open out for Michael. Back to Lori and Tommy. Tommy wants to hear some scary stories. Annie then calls Lori to tell her that she's going to the homecoming dance tomorrow because she told Ben Tramer. And blackmailing Lori pretty much. Everyone's going to make it there, too. Yeah, everyone's going to make it to the dance. Yeah, Ben Tramer's totally not going to get smashed by a car in the second movie. Totally. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Look, look how close he is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. How do you not see him? <laughs> like, come on. Okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Michael's creeping on Annie from the outside of the house while she's on the phone. Tommy looks outside and sees the boogeyman standing across the street, freaks out, and all the while, little Lindsay is just glued to the TV. Annie, is, uh, Annie spills something on herself and goes out to change, hearing Michael break something outside. The dog then comes outside and barking at Michael, and he kills the dog. So oh, it, is that dog. like he's already killed the dog? Now he's killing another dog. Yeah, it's actually two eating dogs. a dog. Two dead dogs. Yeah, well, this dude's eating and killing dogs and all that good jazz. Call Peter. When they hear yelp, it's cute. It cuts to Michael killing the dog. Then it goes back to the TV. Howard Hawks, the thing, is starting on the TV, uh, which we successfully answered. Yes. At uh, Alamo Trivia. Yes. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, Lori and Tommy are watching. Everybody's watching. It's part of this horror movie marathon that's happening on the TV. They're playing a bunch of shows. Yeah, Lori and Tommy are watching. Tommy asks about the boogeyman again and how he saw him outside and that he wants to carve a Mm jack-o'-lantern. Then it goes back to Annie going out to the laundry house question. I don't What is that? Yeah, it's like a separate, a separate little, it's a little separate thing. W- rich white people in the suburbs in the nineteen seventies, <laughs> suburbs of Haddonfield, Illinois. Hey, what's that? What's that thing back there? Well, you're rich and white, right? Oh, that's yeah. where we do laundry. It's in the laundry house. Keep my tools there. And Michael's lurking by the laundry house, and the door shuts, trapping Annie inside. And then she yells for Lindsay, but she's preoccupied watching the thing. What is it's fine. Uh, the phone rings, and she answers. It's Paul. Calling for Annie. Uh, Lindsay goes outside and helps her get unstuck from the window and then go, goes back inside and calls Annie out. Oh, she was stuck in the window, she tells Paul. Mm-hmm. Little, little rat. Little rat. Little snitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's see here. Annie then answers the phone and Michael appears in the background and then she takes Lindsay over to the Doyles because she wants to go hang out with Paul. 
And Laurie wants Annie to call Ben and tell him that he was joking about Laurie. It's like a whole blackmail thing going on. Mm -hmm. So Annie told Ben that Laurie wants to go to the dance and... Lori doesn't want that, so she was like, "Tell me you're kidding." Kind of wish and Annie was like, "I wish there was more of a subplot there." <laughs> and, and then Annie was it seems like, "Secondary." Annie was yeah. like, "You know, well, if you watch this kid, I'll, I'll tell him that you don't want to go." So it's a whole little deal. So, because Lori does not want to get laid. Yeah, she wants to stay alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you really think about it in terms of scream, it's really, you know appropriate that, that this is the movie that they're watching screen because this, this is the one that established I mean, all the rules. I, I mean, mean, yeah. If you fuck, if you smoke or drink, you're dead. If you say, I'll be right back, ooh, dude, I'm killing you and I'm putting a ghost sheet or a bed sheet over my body and I'm killing your fucking girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, he had no choice. Mm-hmm. You know? He didn't write the movie. <laughs> it was written for him. He was like, I'm just gonna do it. Yeah, he's just a character. Yeah. So either way, <laughs> but it's a lot of back and forth here. So Lori yeah. ends up watching both of the kids, and they're just watching scary movies. And then Tommy gets up to pull a prank on Lindsay, but then he sees Michael outside. Oh wait, no, I skipped the whole last thing. Sorry. Okay, so after dropping Lindsay off, and he goes back to her house to get her car to go pick up Paul, but then she forgets the keys and goes inside to grab the keys and goes back out to the car, and then boom. She gets choked out by Michael inside the car. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I like how you put it's been an hour since the last kill. So it's I well yeah, I like an hour in, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well yeah, it's interesting that in this movie it, it it really builds up the tension before it finally gets to the first kill. Because most slashers Second. we've already at least have oh yeah, well I guess okay, yeah. Yeah. But we've already had like ten kills by between, now in most yeah. slashers. Um, so it's interesting that I, I think it just also establishes the dread a lot more in this one, better than, I think, any of the Halloween films, for sure. Yeah, I mean, like I, Halloween I mean, obviously, kills. This, huh? <laughs> like Halloween Kills, it's like, let's fucking slaughter everybody. Yeah. Wait, which one is that? Is this the second? It's the last one. Yeah. Is it the last one? Second. No, I Halloween think. Ends. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah Ends, yeah. right. Evil Dies tonight. Uh, yeah. The one where they were actively workshopping um, a chant to say. Oh, that's two guys that, kills. That was yeah. That's not that's what you're yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, God. yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're like I don't know. They're uh, he just keeps talking in catchphrases <laughs> until he arrives at evil dies tonight, and, and everyone's like, like, "This is yeah, it. you know what that that sounds right." That's, <laughs> so stupid. that's the one. You know, love lives today. I saw that that's in a frame, like graffitied on something in the background of that movie. Yeah, and uh, that was a, a roughly around the time that I went into the bathroom and threw up. <laughs> <laughs> We're touching on all the all the holidays today. Yeah, but it's okay. Uh, so yeah, ends, I couldn't tell you a single thing about that. No, no, no. Got a <sighs> got a, another kill an hour into mm-hmm. the movie. Yep. Then we go back to Lindsay and Tommy watching scary movies, and then this is when he gets up to pull a prank on Lindsay, but he sees Michael outside carrying Annie's body into the house, and he freaks out, making a huge scene, but Lori still doesn't believe him, and he's like, the boogeyman's outside, so I'm freaking out. And then we go back to Loomis, standing outside the Myers house, and this is when the kids are going up, this is a great part, the kids are going up, trying to, oh, go up to the, go up to the front porch, and then, hey, Johnny! Johnny! Lonnie, yeah. Lonnie, yeah, yeah. Get your ass out of here. <laughs> yeah, he's like, 
Oh shit! Is yeah. that Scatman Carruthers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Give it, give it up, up. No, from The Shining. Oh yeah, dude. I'm sorry, that was the Scatman. That's what, right. what he's always sounded like. Oh man, that's funny. <laughs> I just watched him in uh, Stephen King's Cat's Eye. Uh huh. Yeah, that's good. That's a good like, one. That's a good movie until the the titular. Uh, and oh my god it's so bad dude it's so ridiculous so <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh, they so are lonnie all the got, same lonnie got his ass away from there <laughs> yeah, yeah. And bracket, I too. bracket comes back and meets up with loomis and he hasn't found anything but kids trick-or-treating partying and getting high well, isn't lonnie like the main character in halloween ends I don't know. Or some shit. Isn't he one of them yes is it really yeah oh my god he's all grown up now it's so, dude. They're so, it's so stupid. They fetishize everything in these sequels. Mm-hmm. Like the, we're gonna use these random right? kids, yeah. right? I mean, like Tommy Doyle, obviously, but we got Paul that Rudd, makes dude. Sense. That makes sense. You know that, Paul like, Rudd's my time, you know, that's fine. <laughs> that's whatever. That's like the Ant-Man. least of- offensive thing about Halloween Six for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so yeah. And he's found nothing but kids trick-or-treating, partying, and getting high. And then we get another spiel from Loomis. And the sheriff's like, oh, more fancy talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Just saying everything that the audience was thinking. Yeah, yeah. all right, dude. <laughs> yeah. He's a like, killer. I should add, like, every single time he just starts going off. Oh, I've got some for number two, so I can't wait to share those. Uh, then we go back to Bob and Linda, where they show up at Annie's, or the Wallace's, I guess, because it's supposed mm-hmm. to be a party at the Wallace house, which is here, I guess, mm-hmm. technically. Party here! Uh, and then the house appears to be empty, so they just go inside and start making out on the couch, and meanwhile, Mike Wait, was just you, watching. Did you just skip over the ac- possibly accidental pedophile line? Where he's like, Maybe. Uh, let's. I'll go in there and I'll see, uh, you know, whatever the... Th- oh, I don't even know. He says something about... I don't remember. Well, yeah, we'll t- I'll take your clothes off and then you take my clothes off and then we'll both take Lindsay's clothes off. Oh, and dude, he does Lindsay say that. Lindsay's a child. No! <laughs> what the fuck? Did no one catch no! that or was that on purpose? Dude, I, I think that was an I accident. I caught that last night and I was like, did he just fucking say that? Right. And I blocked that on my mind. Again, right. I completely forgot about it. that too. I was like, what the fuck is he I talking about? Know, yeah. I, I think he's just inebriated and not thinking clearly. <laughs> yeah, this is this is yes, one of those movies I where it and then you put it in. Sorry, there. <laughs> this is one of those movies where people are drunk, you know, with yeah, giant uh, quote fingers around it. Yes. Yeah, we should be drunk for this. Oh yeah, no, I'm hammered, dude. Look at me, dude, I'm drinking. Like drinking. I'm so drunk. Oh, yeah. oh RKO. So yeah, that happens, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and then they go inside and start making out on the couch and Michael's just watching. Mm-hmm. And then we go back to Lori and the kids having a little, I call this a little jack-o'-lantern ritual because she's just carrying it and they're like, Ooh. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're doing. They're having a lot of fun what's next? Bitch, what's next? I don't know. What's next? That's what she says. She's like, all right, what are we going to do now? How about more candy? Or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or more popcorn. But after the ritual, she gets, or I'll just call it a ritual, she gets a call from Linda, and they f- are like, where the fuck's Annie? And Annie's not there, so they go upstairs and do the dirty. How are you going to go to just somebody's house? <laughs> that, that's all I'm going to say. Uh, whatever. 
up into their parents. They're just room. banging in in the parents' bed with the jack o' lantern sitting on the nightstand. Huh. <laughs> Michael's shadow appears, and you can hear his heavy breathing while he watches. <laughs> LMAO, sorry. It's just this wrong. It's all wrong. Yeah, I mean, at least this guy lasts a little longer than what's his nuts from uh-huh. the beginning. From the sixties, yeah. You know, he lasts a little bit longer. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, they finish, and Bob gets he up finished. to go grab some beer. That's so funny. Well, what are they? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Like I don't know, they're done. Post coitus. Post up. She's all like, "Go, go, get me a beer," and then he says, "I'll be right back." Oh, he says it. Dude, yeah. They broke, oh yeah, he, he broke all it. three rules. This dude just <laughs> broke all three rules. In quick succession. Yeah. And then an entire he decade of movies was it. like, you know what, let's take that scene and make hundreds of movies centered around that concept. Yeah, because of Bob. <laughs> because of some guy named Bob. Yeah, right. Yeah. He created the rules. He created an entire subgenre. Yeah. yeah, without even knowing it. The, the, that, who is that the early 80s no credit the early no 80s would have been boring as hell without <laughs> right, yeah, without this motherfucker who oh. is Bob you know uh, so yeah he got he gets what he deserves and Michael kills him and he like stabs him to the wall but it's that's a big knife I guess and the fact that all he's using all of his strengths with one arm he's just like, putting him uh, up that's just yeah that's yeah awesome. that don't make no sense and this is Strong. when Michael stands there staring at him, and then we get that head, head tilt. tilt. Yeah. Yes. And then uh, a little bit of. I wonder what is in everyone's drawers uh, <laughs> on on the premiere of this movie. I want. So I had a question about that because unfortunately we don't see that a lot in 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 some other ones. But what makes that? unique is it like he is because he's gandering dude because is he like, like is, huh? he, is he staring and wonder at what he's done well, okay or is he making sure that he's dead he's a serial or... killer that hasn't killed that many people and mm-hmm. then he's like oh okay it's like it's like this is gonna sound crass and gross but you know whatever it's like if you just oh don't edit nut delete <laughs> 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 no i mean like realistic though if you if you just like don't like you know nut for a long time you know, you had one. You know, you had this hot ass. Well, this is gonna sound weird because he's you know he kills his sister. But you got this hot ass <laughs> oh one night stand. Oh no! And then fifteen no. years of just waiting around, and then you finally like do something that maybe you've been thinking about. What if I stabbed the dude, lifted him up, and then just like stuck him into the wall and then let, let him st- stand there? Mm. And then he's like, oh, okay, so that's what that looks like. He's like appreciating his. Oh, kid. okay. Yeah. All right. It's sure. Like when Kane does it. Oh, you're right. <laughs> All right. But yeah, to answer your question, I think he's just, you know, wondering at his kill. Yeah, wondering. You know, just looking. Okay. You know, uh, I always find that interesting. Just studying oh. what he did. Mm-hmm. Well, after he studies what he did, he puts a bed sheet on for some reason, and he puts Bob's glasses on too, which is funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I I've always wondered about that. What the fuck is going on there? <laughs> and you know why? Why exactly did he do that? I don't know. It's, I, just I mean, it's iconic, so we like don't even think about it anymore. Yeah, but, it's like, great. How come? But yeah, she goes into the room with the sheet and glasses on, and Linda's all like, "Oh, see anything you like? Do you like see anything you like? Where's my beer?" And then she gets on the phone and calls Lori because she's like, "I'm done with you." And then he strangles her with. Oh, he's about to be there. Oh, he's about. He's. Ooh. Oh my god! <laughs> 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 
Oh yeah, I, I, love, like, I love I love I how like, Lori's like, guys, that's gross. No, I, I like how you can barely well, make out that it's Michael because of the VHS. It's just like a <laughs> oh my god, smudge it's... in the background. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, so Linda gets like strangled with a cord, and she's on the phone, and it does sound like they're just <laughs> banging. <laughs> and Lori's like, oh, very funny. First, I get and the notorious. She, then she's like. What is, she makes a joke. She's like, "I'm gonna come over there and kill you" or something. I forget what Laurie says, but she's literally being killed. Yeah. Oh. She says something about like, first I get your chewing, and now I get your uh, squealing." Famous squealing. Famous yeah. Squealing. I remember. Oh my. Wow. After she gets killed, Michael picks up the phone and he just breathes into it. Meanwhile, Loomis finally comes across the stolen car, running over to check it out. Lori getting ready to go over and check out the situation across the street. She slowly crosses the street, and we get some more of that awesome score by Carpenter. Mm -hmm. She knocks on the door and rings the bell. There's no answer. She makes her way inside to find an empty house, yelling at her friends, Annie and Linda, to stop it. It's not a funny joke. But she goes upstairs. The music plays. She goes into the room and opens the door, finding the Judith Myers gravestone with Annie lying there. Ooh. But why? Yeah, I... Is it... What does that represent? Yeah, Derek. You're supposed I, to know. You know, I don't know. Does it mean, like, the fact that... So, we established earlier that Judith Meyer, that's the name of his mother. Yeah, pretty sure it says beloved mother on it. Okay. Does it? Oh, it does, yeah. So then, it maybe he wanted to kill his... Mother, too, so that was supposed to be, that was supposed to showcase that, hey, I didn't have a chance to kill my mother, maybe they moved, maybe she's dead, so he is fulfilling the rest of that fantasy to kill the rest of his family. Maybe. Or I'm looking way too into it, and they just wanted to do a cool shot with the yeah. headstone. Probs. Yep, yep. So, this No, 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 it is, it oh. is his uh, sister. It is his sister. sister. Ah, ah I thought it was. I thought so. I so then like, he's he's start he's starting where he left off. Young women are on the table. Well, and young men <sighs> on the table. I think I just like had that in my mind when I was a little kid, and I, and then you like said sister, and I was like, and then you said mom, and I was like, am I wrong? And I, when you said sister, I was like, am I wrong? Hmm. Well, hey, we <laughs> found it out here. Ooh. And because, I mean, uh, we hope that... that you learned along with us. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Whichever one you thought, uh, you were either wrong or yeah, right. Uh, let us know in the comments if you knew that it was his sister or I'm if sure you it thought. It. Or if it was his <laughs> second was cousin his that was unrelated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, the dude at the grave, uh, the graveyard is just like, Judith Mize. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. 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 Oh, he says. oh, I think he does talk about her getting murked. Oh, yeah, so then that makes the most sense. No, I just skipped over. But, so okay. It's just like a shrine to all of his murders. Yeah. Either way, we're about yeah. to get to the final girl scene. So she finds Annie in oh, the yes. gravestone, then Bob's body drops down. and Also establishing another away. trope. I mean, that's in like oh, every the single Friday the 13th yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. The body's dropping down. Just, like, first off, like, I get it. It's like a, a trope or whatever, but like, in reality... What do they have him like propped up on a stick and then like a little long string and they're like oh they're right there pulls the string and then the body flops down yeah you know what I mean yeah there's probably something going on mm -hmm. it's just goofy but it works it works and then we cue the final girl scene is what I wrote yeah the iconic shot of Michael's and oh yeah this Lori's like yeah crying. this shot's She's cool 
standing against the wall, and then you could see out of the uh-huh. oh yeah black background just Michael's mask. When you don't like, know that's coming. <laughs> I got like a little kid. Oh yeah. Oof. Poop your pants. So yeah, we get the iconic shot of Michael's mask appearing in the background behind Lori. He then attacks her and she falls down the stairs. She runs, locking a door behind her, but Michael just punches through the door. She breaks the glass door so she could escape, running down the street, screaming for help. She trips, going from house to house, banging on the door, screaming for help. Someone looks outside and they don't open the door. Mm. I mean, I don't know. Would you? Would you open the door? Someone's um, just screaming help. Yeah. Uh, it, like as a random person. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> it could be a thing. Yeah, it could be a trick. If it's just one person. Yeah, you don't know that. People yeah. watching. Oh, yeah. Point. No, I've seen Strangers, dude. Oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not. Oh, yeah. God, that movie scared me. I'm not oh, fucking yeah. around with that. Ooh. The closest thing I, I, uh, uh, the mom's name is Deborah. Um, and if we could take out that whole, <laughs> it's okay. We'll... Uh, no, uh, but uh, no, the closest thing I've ever gotten, like I was like, I lived next to these creepy ass woods, Mandan Park, if you know, you know. Mm. Um, and um, I we like were like hanging out on the porch one day, one night, and we just heard. <sighs> it was middle of the night, like midnight. Oh, it's the horrible. only time I've ever called the police. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was like, that's no, creepy. I'm not fucking going in that. Well, know? yeah, no, fuck that. I'm, I went upstairs, locked all the doors. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm uh, yeah, I just yeah. heard somebody getting murdered, probably, but I'm not checking it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but so yeah, Lori's going around screaming. Nobody's helping. She gets back to the Doyles, but it's locked, and she throws a flower pot up at the uh, upstairs window, waking up Tommy. He comes down, and lets her in. But the back door is also busted open. She finds it like open after mm-hmm. going. Inside. Is it kind of weird that the kid that's like freaking out about the boogeyman the whole time? He's when... calm right now. What? What about? No, he's not calm right now. He's just freaking out about it. Oh yeah. But like when she go- gets to the door and she's like banging on it, she's like, "Get the fucking door open!" He's, he's like, "Stupid sleepy." All right, fine. I'll yeah. be down in a minute. Yeah. I feel like up. if that were me, I'd be like, they "Bitch, fuck- I fucking told you." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've been fucking complaining about this motherfucker. I, I mean, he t- he grabbed me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Right. Well, I guess I wasn't Tommy, but yeah. Uh huh. That's the other kid, <laughs> Lonnie. Yep. So Tommy lets her in. Uh, she finds the back door is also busted open, and then Michael grabs Lori and she stabs him in the neck with the sewing needle. Ooh. This is a little a little. Sprawl or whatever going on in the living room, and then she gets the fucking knife. And no, it. she just lays there after doing this. Why? Well, I just is what got I wrote. in shock out of exasperation. I guess, but I'm just like, kill him. I also, by the way, we um, going kill back to when she was evil. running around that dun, 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 dun. dun, dun, dun. So I, even, I loved that. Oh, sorry. No. <laughs> I just, I love that. Like, like the chase sequence um, music. It's just, yeah. It's, it's really, I don't know. It gets me every time. It just, it adds to the suspense for sure. So after all that, she cut, uh, we cut back to Loomis walking around outside still searching. Meanwhile, Lori goes upstairs to get the kids. She tells him, I killed the boogeyman. Tommy goes, you can't kill the boogeyman. And then, boom, jumps yeah. on the fucking... <laughs> bum, bum. Yeah. Yeah. Bum. 
The kids run and hide, and so does Lori, and she shuts herself in a closet, but Michael busts it down. Another great iconic. scene. There's so many iconic scenes in this. It's stupid. Uh, she grabs a hanger and stabs him in the eye with it. He drops his knife. She picks it up and stabs him. Tells the kids to go outside and run to get uh, run outside and go and get help. Michael gets back up and attacks Lori, and Loomis sees the kids running from the house and goes in, and he shoots Michael six times! Six, six times. times! Six times! I shot him six times! <laughs> he falls out the window! He fell to the He's ground. Not a man. I, I saw him! It makes, like, the most, like, comical, like, little, like, noise. Like, it's like nothing. He, like, <laughs> he, like Pratt falls, and then... <laughs> So, yeah, falls out the window to the ground, and Lori asks, It was the boogeyman? As a matter of fact, it was, replies Lewis. Looks outside where Michael landed, and he is now gone. We get the theme. Starts playing again. Lori's fucking crying. We hear the breathing. It, like, cuts to, like, a section of the house. It's, like, living room, kitchen, just, like, a little cut, 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 and then outside, and then nothing. Mm-hmm. All while the breathing is happening, then boom. And if they never made another That's it. movie, that would have been great. It would have been the scariest fucking thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like Black Christmas. I mean, that shit's unsolved. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They didn't make it. Yeah. No, they made I, another Black Christmas. First time I watched movie. Black Christmas yeah. was actually like three or four years ago on Christmas Eve, and I was home alone. Ooh. And it actually fucking scared me because I was like, wow. Um, it's intense. Yeah, yeah, that, great. The that, same guy that made a Christmas like, story. Yeah, no. It's just if you take, you just take it, here's here's a yeah. fun trilogy for the the listeners at home. Watch a Christmas story. Uh, follow, fucking that little Ralphie. Okay, pay attention to how psychotic that some bitch is. Then watch Black Christmas. Act like it's him, right? <laughs> and then watch Halloween. Take out the name because that's what it was not really what it's supposed to be but like he had an idea Bob Clark had an idea mm-hmm. for Halloween and then he's like I don't want to use this and he gave it to John Carpenter yeah. and then he like changed it gave it a little bit more to it because it was I don't know if it's confirmed that it was supposed to be a sequel to Black Christmas but it was going to be like the one of the next movies that he was going to make yeah mm-hmm. so who knows yeah. mm-hmm. it's a fun little uh, trilogy if you just take out all the names and just mm-hmm. want to think about it. I, I this like is Ralphie fucking losing his shit. <laughs> <laughs> Take out the beginning of Halloween. What? Take out Michael Myers. Oh, yeah, you, I, like, yeah. It's, it would be a fun thing to like edit. Yeah. You know, make a Christmas story more of a Here we go. Yeah. So, scenes that stick out, well, there's quite a few. I think that most of them, like we can think of, are, um, you just said it earlier, and that's the one that always comes to my mind when they have Halloween, the you know, the closet scene mm-hmm. where she's fighting for her life and then stabs him with the hanger. The mm-hmm. image of him just like yeah, looking in over. at her. Yeah. With the light in the background and he's just like looming over her and like, mm-hmm. how the fuck is she going to get out of this? Or the, I mean, the other one is um, when you said earlier where she's, you know, for the first time like overseeing everything and then his face just pops up in the darkness from the background. Mm-hmm. And then mine that I really think of too, where I know it's more memeified now, but when he's outside in the clothes hangers, I just yeah. think of all the memes that are now made with that. And, you know, it's like mm-hmm. she looks out and he's down there looking up. Um, I mean, those are three that come to my mind every time. Yeah. Those are like the three like big ones. And then him like standing next to the bushes. Oh, right, right, right. You know, 
And of course, like yeah. you said, the head tilt when he when he stabs Bob and puts yeah. him up on the wall. I mean, all Even the kills him just are wearing iconic. the sheet. Like yeah, yeah. every like walking in. Yeah. Uh, scenes I feel that like... stick out every scene. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yeah. I feel like every single thing in this movie is like iconic. Even like, even Linda petting Bob's hair right now. Yeah, yeah. Linda's really. the girl. Wait, that was Linda. That's wait. Linda. Linda. A.K. the Carrie girl that wears the hat all the time. Yeah, that's Linda. What's the, wait? Hold on. What's the little girl? Lindsay. Yeah, Lindsay. Uh, Lindsay. I can see. See, I got fucked up. There's three L names in this. Oh yeah, this Lori, Linda, probably Lindsay, Lori, in this movie. He's like probably shooting this movie for like four days max because he's barely in it. He's got like one sequence, so he probably just fucked up the name. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. I don't think he wants to fuck that kid. <laughs> That's just me personally. He fucked the name up. Yeah, like, you got Lori, he, Lindsay, and uh, Linda. See, he, Linda. I he just put, we just went he, through it. He I, might I, have. Yeah, meant to the say actor Lori. Probably, yeah, yeah. But yeah. they were like, "Fuck, we don't have any more film." You fuck yeah, yeah, up. exactly. Or John Carpenter's like, hey, who, "No one's gonna see this stupid fucking movie anyway." <laughs> that <laughs> is, yeah, and we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. Why? Because uh, so, John Carpenter's a fucking man. He doesn't give a shit about nothing. <laughs> no, uh, if you just seen my literally recent Facebook post on the page. He told IGN that he just wants to play video games. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he said, and I quote, all I care about is baseball and video games, and I don't want to bother anybody. <laughs> I he's love that. Like, yeah, yeah he's, he's always just like, please leave me alone. <laughs> so, yeah, because like, uh, they, they like wanted, they were like, do you want the, the car for Christine? And he was like, no, I don't want to pay to store that thing. You kidding me? Thanks. <laughs> but like, classic red Christine yeah. power. Mm-hmm. Oh, Christine's great. So, see, no, we did the scenes that stuck out and the performances from actors, actresses I mean, that stuck out. Yeah. Uh, is there somebody in this film? Nah, yeah. I think a young actress. Some scream. Jamie? Like, yeah. Maybe like the best performance. Kurt? Or... Jamie Curtis? Yeah, something. Jamie like... Curtis? Uh, <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> It's her debut film, and like, fuck, dude. And then The Fog, and then Terror Train, and then like Prom Night, train. dude. God. Yeah, and she's a fucking Scream Queen. Yeah. Not only are good as Halloween, but all of those movies are great. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. the sequence that never ends in Prom Night, where she's just dancing for forever, you know what I'm talking about? Yep, oh, yep, yep. Oh, oh, Jesus Christ. Well, no, I mean, I it establishes her as a horror icon, so, I yeah. mean, yeah, the, her performances. I mean, everyone, yes, remembers Michael, um, but I think everyone else associates that with Jamie Lee Curtis's role as Laurie Strode in this. So it just, it goes hand in hand. There's not many other slashers that you like, man, I love the killer and the final girl. Um, yeah. Like, there's somebody like, like, are remembered, like, I don't know, for me, Heather Langenkamp and Nightmare on Elm Street is always yeah, that's very, the closest one. right, yeah. but like, other than that, the other one's like, yeah, like... You don't you don't really remember the the final person in the burning, you know what I mean? Like it's just kind of. I just remember Jason. Like, right, see, that's what everyone remembers. That's <laughs> it. And the garden shears. That's it. That's all you need to know. Yeah, but I mean, like the first clothes, time I the... saw that, I was like, "Is that fucking yeah, George <laughs> with yeah, hair?" George, so off putting. Yeah, I go. George, but uh, like the closest thing. I mean, it's. I guess this is debatable. I don't think it is, but Alien. I mean. Like the alien itself is iconic, but then oh, also yeah. I mean, so yeah. is. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. The, the, I mean, but it, beyond that, he, beyond Heather Lang, Lang, Heather Langingham as Nancy, um, who this may be a hot take. I do like her more than Laurie in this movie. Mm. Um, I just think she's she's got 
like even though I was just like what what is so good about Lori is like her normal like sense of you know that's where her strength comes from yeah. just surviving the fact that like Nancy's like nah bitch I'm fucking doing something about this mm. even though she's not like particularly strong I don't know we're talking about Nightmare now but anyway uh, yeah I, I agree like the there's not <clears throat> like Lori Strode is almost as ubiquitous with Halloween as Michael Myers is for sure yeah. it's like hand in hand absolutely Darth Vader to the Luke Skywalker mm-hmm. um, for special effects you know it's interesting that obviously yes it's all practical and there is not there isn't a lot of blood so a lot of this is just very practical like the fact that for this scene i'm pretty sure he was just standing on a wasn't he just standing on like a small crate crate, you know but (laughs) they but it made it look like he's pinned up against the wall or um you know there's there's not much else needed for this because it's more of the suspense of where michael's at and what he's going to do next so um i don't know if this counts as special effects but they had one big bag of leaves because they shot this in california yeah it's not in mm-hmm. illinois you can yeah. see palm trees in the background yeah not so much on the vhs cut because it's like kind of uh oversaturated in the back but you definitely can and it was like in the middle of the summer if i if i'm correct and so like yeah, every like scene that has leaves. leaves uh john carpenter and his assistants would like throw them and then cut all right grab them all don't make make sure they're not blown away mm-hmm. uh and they just had like one thing of like prop leaves i love that so that's how like low budget this is and like i said with like the three houses is because like you know they only they could only like borrow that house for like that whatever amount of time and then the the owners were like nah and then they had to like find another house and yeah Mm -hmm. so they got really lucky with like this house right right i do have a Fun fun fact fun fact but i guess overall feeling about it before we go into the Fun fact. 10 out of 10. It's a perfect movie. I love this movie. I watch it at least five times a year. I, I watch it every year. I watch it every Halloween. Times. I watch it yearly for sure. This is six. This is my sixth time. Dang. I watch it first day of October. I throw in a, uh, you know, you know what? I'm not feeling spooky because that always happens. You always have that lull period, maybe like the second, third week of uh, October. Yeah, it's uh, not spooky enough. And, and I got to like spooky. remind myself, eat a bunch of candy, get sick, watch Halloween, maybe yeah. Halloween too. And then, uh... I find myself going through all the Halloweens throughout October, but, yeah, definitely years. Obviously, yeah, this is... But the, this is... This is the movie. This is... And every Halloween, it's... It, yeah. Without yeah. without fail, I've been Yeah, if you this. don't so, watch Halloween on Halloween or in October, what the... If you're not, right, if you're not listening you to our episode while watching this right, right, yeah. on Halloween, what are so, you doing? Yep, yeah. But, I mean, like, in my yeah. mind, I, I have, like, <laughs> like, when I thought of, like, you know when you're like a kid and you just rewatch the same fucking movies? Like what movies were? What it was Jurassic Park. It's gonna sound fucking crazy because Pulp Fiction. Because I was like, you know, <laughs> but Halloween. Oh, God. And like Batman. Those were like the movies. You know what I mean? Like when I thought of like movie, what movie I gotta watch? Do I want to watch Halloween again? You know what I mean? Mm. Like it was just like Jurassic it was just Park. ubiquitous with watching movies. There you go. There like you it go. is. It's the. It's the just the perfect. It's like this weird comfort movie for me. I know it's like a fucked up no, it's death fest, but no, it makes me happy. <laughs> it puts me in the right frame of mind. Yeah. And now that I'm an adult and I don't get like spooked by it, I you know, I can yeah. even enjoy like, it. Enjoy it more. I'd be like, yeah, I kind of want to watch Halloween. Hey, Megan, my sister, or mom, you know, you want you want to watch Halloween with me? So I don't feel so I'm gonna watch about because you know? like, yeah. <laughs> like every time, dude, you're just like waiting for him to sit up, and then it happens. 
Yeah. Anyway. Sorry. If you can't mm-hmm. tell, how do you... Oh, I mean, I'm in the same boat like, as you yeah. guys. Yeah, perfect. We're, yeah, I guess we kind of just we're it's like, what the fuck? One of my essential watch, essential watch this or unsubscribe. Don't yeah. unsubscribe. Please subscribe and tell your friends about us, and tell your friends to watch Halloween. And tell your yeah. Uh, fun fact: Here's more information why you should watch Halloween. In 2006, it was selected for the preservation in the United States National Film Registry by the Library of Congress as being culturally. Historically and aesthetically significant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it's got to be, dude. It's got to be. It's like iconic. Everyone knows it. It's, it's the yeah. mask. Even if you haven't, it's like one of those movies. Like if you haven't even seen the movie, you know, the, you know you this, know you know the song, and you yeah. know the mask. Well, that yeah, yeah. Speaking of sound, um, you know, obviously we have some songs in this that aren't that from John Carpenter, aka the Don't Fear the Reaper. And like you said, some John Carpenter's band, but obviously he does the, the score for the entire thing. A oh right, right. Um, he does the score for the entire thing, and it is you know the essential horror score. Um, any scores that you want to listen to in horror films, this has got to be in your top five. Um, it's so simple. It is. It is. Yeah. It's you know it's very toned down like that. That piano riff. You know, it's it's seriously just two to three notes. And that ding, 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 like all of it is very simplistic, but it's effective. And I can't think of any other music that would work for any of this film, but but this soundtrack. Um, you know, the fact that he put it all together, everyone knows it. You hear the Halloween theme, everyone he might not even have seen the movie. They know, oh, they think it's, you know, spooky time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's perfect. Can we talk mm-hmm. about John Carpenter for a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> We got the actors and crew, and then the director. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. actors and crew, we've got, you know, we talk about Jamie Lee Curtis as Laurie Strode, Donald Pleasance <laughs> as Dr. Loomis, Nick Castle as Michael Myers in this. The body, or um, the shape. The, the shape. shape, yes. They call it the shape in, in the second one, too. Yeah. Um, Nancy Keys as Annie, um, PJ Souls as Linda, and of course, PJ Souls, you might recognize if you watch Carrie. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And Charles yes. Cyphers as Sheriff Brackett. Sheriff, such an awesome name. Mm-hmm. Charles Cyphers. Yeah, I was like, damn, I'm that dude put this fucked. You can tell. <laughs> you look at that name, you're like, dude, that dude fucks. I don't even know what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Then we've got it. So, and of course, um, we've got to make sure we put kudos to Deborah Hill here. Oh yeah, and, oh yeah. Because underrated. Yes, John Carpenter wrote it and, and directed and all that, but Deborah Hill is the one who's holding it all up as well. I think yes. that you know. She and Carpenter together have created, you know, absolute magic with this film. Um, cinematography was done by Dean Cudney, and I love, I mean, obviously the POV shots, the the tracking shots of when, when you know, we're following people around the house. Um, it's, I mean, the cinematography for this is, and on such a low budget, it does such a great job. It's, it's excellent. Um, we've also got Charles Bronstein and Charles Lee Wallace as editors. Um, Conrad Rothman on special effects and William L. Stevenson for sound. So we've got, you know, these gentlemen put together on such, you know, like we've talked about many, many times on such a budget and to do it so well, it just shows, it showed the DIY movement that, Hey, you can make films on a fairly low budget and still make, make good. And they obviously made theirs great. Now we can talk about John Carpenter. Now we can talk about John Carpenter. 
another man that completely fucks. <laughs> he fucks. And uh, what other movies oh, did he Lord. direct? And I was like, hmm. Let's see. The best ones? <laughs> <laughs> the best ones. Fucking Day Live. The Thing. The Fog. You have Escape from New York and L.A., In the Mouth of Madness, Village of the Damned. I pe- I mean, people sleep on In the Mouth of Madness. Dude, that movie's great. Awesome. That movie is yes. so fucking good. Yes. That movie's awesome. Yes. So good. Yes. Very good. I love it so much. Yeah, if you haven't seen In the Mouth of Madness, watch I watched that, that in uh, uh, Lord of Darkness, back to back, at an Alamo double feature. What? Yeah, that's, that's so good. good. I love both of those movies. Yeah. Uh, I, he's got Ghosts of Mars though. Uh, yeah. and vampires. <laughs> oh, and the remake of Village of the Dam is not good. He's got he's I got a few stinkers. It. Don't yeah, get me wrong, but that's that classic like Big Trouble Marathon. Trouble. Big Trouble. Dude. Oh, that movie's so. And Christine, good. like we were talking about. Yeah, earlier. Christine. Like, yeah, and there's more movies. Yeah, it's, if you don't. <laughs> How do the other movies do? Psh, that's what you put on there. Yeah, I was like, psh. like of course they did great. Like you know, it's an iconic horror director. Yeah, but a and, lot of them. Totally tanked. Yeah, like, the thing. The thing tanked. Tanked. That's weird to think about. Yeah, people. But the movie's were, awesome. Uh, it's like, crazy. It was like the reverse of good word of mouth. People were like, "That ending sucks so much. You know, you want to go see it." Yeah, the effects are cool, but the ending's so stupid. No. And it's like, dude, no. you are brain dead if you have that take. Yeah. You are brain dead. You don't know what's going on. And <laughs> right. Whenever you get to thing, come on, you gotta you gotta have me on. That's like my favorite movie. Oh, uh, the thing is, oh, so classic, so good. Yeah, fucking. So oh, this movie was released in the U.S. of A. Uh, it actually premiered on October twenty fourth, nineteen seventy eight, in downtown Kansas City, Missouri, at the MC Empire Theater. So this place doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, it was like super small. It it premiered at one freaking movie at one theater, mm. and then word of mouth got it around to other theaters. Yeah. Uh, alternate names for the movie: The Babysitter Murders. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't go <laughs> with that. That's what they title. were thinking. And they were like, "No, we got again Black Christmas. No, it needs to be like a holiday." Like, mm. yeah, because I mean, like, other than like the pumpkins, Halloween doesn't really have too much a effect on this movie. Yeah. You know? yeah. So yeah, uh, with a budget of three hundred thousand dollars. It made seventy million in the box office. Yeah, which is quite the ratio. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's the the tomato score? The Rotten Tomato score? Probably ninety six percent. That's too low. Nah, it should be a hundred and two. It should be a hundred. <laughs> I mean, because I feel like something that does not ever get factored in is you know quality versus. Like budget, you know, like mm-hmm. this movie's so good, and they had like how much? How much did you say? Three hundred. Three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. You know, and at least a hundred thousand of that was in John Carpenter cigarettes. So <laughs> <that was fun. laughs> there you go, and um, you can stream this on so many different platforms: um, AMC, Plex, Amazon Prime, YouTube. Sure. But I mean, at the end of the day. For a rating, kill it, watch it, buy it. I think we're all going to say at the same time, one, two, three, buy it. Buy it. Buy it. I mean, own it. This is something you need to yeah. own. Yeah. Four different copies. <laughs> yeah. Like some people. Oh, yeah. hey. Yeah. Well, what? I was talking about me, but... Oh, I mean... I oh, I have it. three. Mm-hmm. I have 
two DVDs because one is fucked up, and then a Blu-ray. I'm pretty sure I have the VHS somewhere. Now, I don't own many movies on on you know Blu-ray DVD, but I own I own Halloween. I have two Blockbuster Presents VHSs, and one of them is sealed. Ooh, that's that's uh, that's something for sure. Yeah. And then the DVD. But yeah, right. buy it. And phew, that was Halloween. <laughs> we wow. had a lot to say. We had a lot to say. A lot to say. <laughs> Where are we at? An <laughs> hour and 19 minutes about Halloween. All right, well, let's go through Halloween 2 quickly. We're going to go Halloween 2. No. I mean, no. this is a special Halloween. If you want to, you know, like some people are like, oh, your episodes are too long. You know, pause it. This is time Come to pause. Back to Come back to us. Watch. If you didn't watch Halloween, go watch it. And if you haven't watched Halloween 2, go watch it. And then come back and listen to the rest of this episode. Also, you know, not to throw so much shade, but why don't you uh, look at, like, another podcast and then say that? Because, I mean, like, damn. I know. These these people, like, podcasts are long. So we're going to talk about Halloween 2. We're <laughs> yeah, going to just gonna jump right in it? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah well, yeah, I didn't know if, yeah, yeah. if there's going to be, like, a little break or whatever. Do we want to I mean, I could. No, I don't care. I was just, you know. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't Now, this one, you can tell immediately, has more money. Wow, yeah. Universal. Yeah. Yes. Not whatever they Never are. heard of them. <laughs> Universal. I don't even know her. <laughs> so, <laughs> Halloween 2 by Dick, or sorry, Rick. <laughs> All right, Rick let's Rosenthal. start over. Hold on. <laughs> sorry, Halloween 2 by Rick Rosenthal. <laughs> I want to keep that one all. By Dick. <laughs> Directed by Dick. <laughs> I shot him six times! <laughs> yes. So, um, we'll talk with Halloween 2 here. Obviously, this it. It came out in 1981, so a few years later. Obviously, it was put in place because of the slasher craze, and they were begging Carpenter, we need a second one. Like, it's just, it's without Please. a shadow of a doubt, we need it. And he's like, yeah, I'm not going to direct it, though. So, they get Rick Rosenthal in for the, for the um, director chair there. Now, how did we Dick hear about Rosenthal. this one? I personally came across a Hollywood video when I remember I watched... The end of the first one on sci-fi or something, and then it was part of the fourth one. And I got the first one. I was like, I loved it. I'm like, oh, there's a second one that I rented it. And same thing. I was like, wow, this is a lot more violent. I went through all the main slasher movies, and I rented all of them regularly. Michael Myers being my second favorite behind Jason. So I just I rented all of them, and then come back and rent the Friday the 13th and come back. And How about you guys with Halloween 2? Um, so this one's a little... I got a, I got a whole thing about it. Um, yeah. Thing. So, uh, I feel like this movie was, like, uh, unfindable for me, personally, for a long time. Now, when I was a little kid, I lived in, uh, middle of nowhere, Missouri. I had, like, one place that had movies. It was called, uh, Hastings. And they, like, had one copy of this. It was used, and it was the TV cut. Mm. So, which they, like, mass-produced. It's... I think it's longer, but just because of, like, the time slot. But it was, like, edited, and it's stupid. Um, or, no, the TV cut for one, I think. Is yeah, it's, it's one of them, yeah. but yeah. Um, And I, I just never got it. I just, because I just, I don't know. And it also looked like it was, like, ruined. And I think I saw it once before, like, the rights got all fucked up uh, on TV. So I had, like, only seen the TV cut. <laughs> and then I may have, like, seen it in passing. Like, I'm uh, you know, I knew someone that... Um, had it and I watched it. So right. I, so I had seen it twice and then, um, it's seven. It's seven. I've counted 
at count every single time. It's seven shots. He shoots them seven times. Because <laughs> they have uh, two yeah. shots for the same bullet. And then oh, they forgot to edit it man. correctly. But anyway, uh, and even, so like, what's crazy about the TV cut is they do, like, they cut random stuff out of it and change certain things. But they didn't fix that. It's just like George Lucas, like, not, whatever. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh. I, so I only seen it twice. And then Alamo played what was advertised as one, four, five, six, and H2O. What? No, no one wants to see Resurrection. And when, yeah. I was like, I, I was like, all right, that's fine. That's fine. I like H2O more than most people. Like, it's not perfect. I like H2O. I like H2O. I like it. Well. Right? That was my so, introduction. But, uh, Maybe that's but they were all on film. So I was like, oh, I'm going to see Halloween on film. On 35, right? And then, Ooh. so Halloween happens, right? And then uh, the the host comes out and he says, we have a secret surprise for you. You are, don't tell anybody that we have this. That's why we didn't advertise it. We have Halloween too, and I fucking lost my goddamn mind. And it, I had Man. never seen the original cut of Halloween two until I was like what, like twenty six or some shit. Mm, wow! And then I was like, this movie's awesome. There are things about this movie mm-hmm. that it does better than the first movie. Oh, we'll, oh we'll, damn! We'll talk about it. it it's oh. not. It's not everything, and it's not perfect. Jeez. Donald Pleasance <laughs> is crazy, but he has more shit to do. Yeah. yeah. Lori is yeah. like not in it that much, but she's a vulnerable, normal girl, like we talked about, right? Yeah. But anyway, that's me. Okay. Uh, is this uh, some kind of a joke? You don't know what death is. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so. Out here? Call the police. Tell the sheriff I shot him. Who? Gentlemen, he's still on the loose. Is this some kind of joke? I've been trick or treated to death tonight. You don't know what death is. Uh, I heard about it. Yes, sometime. I don't remember. Um, I think I was probably in my early 20s or late teens, and I was like, you know what? I need to get all these movies. And as you can see, I found some weird double disc with two two and three. Because, like, the rights were all fucked up. Yeah, so so that's how I... It came into my possession, then I finally watched it that way. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you want to do the spoiler-free uh, sure, short yeah. summary spoiler, for this one? Spoiler-free short summary following the events after Halloween 1. It's like immediately this after. immediately after. Yeah. Yeah, the it's same. got a rocky opening. Yeah. <laughs> Michael is out to finish what he started to find and kill Laurie Strode and anyone who gets in his way. Perfect. Poific. I mean, with yeah. trigger- after getting shot six times. Six seven, times. Uh, seven times. Seven, in, seven-ish in times. Re- yeah. Six or seven times. Yeah. I shot him like six or seven times. This doesn't well, have a ring to it as much as this. Six. So well, I mean, hit the, also the revolver that he has only has. It is a six shooter. It's, it's literally a six shooter, yeah. yeah. So mm. it's actually impossible. It, it, it is just an editing mistake. That's all. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. You can see where they should have cut and they just didn't. So. Well, I'm going to start on my spoiler review. So if you guys want to jump in any time, if you haven't <laughs> seen this, Please watch uh, it. It's you broke great. triggers. Killing are more. Killings uh, yeah, killings are, are more brutal, brutal in this, especially the hot really. tub one. But we'll get to that. Ooh, yeah, that one's because like, that damn. one. Even I'm just like every time. Before I'm like, we Whoa. get started, how do you guys feel about that? The, no, just, the not the, not the hot tub scene, but just like the 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 kills being more brutal. Because I feel like you know that was like a big plus for the first one. It's like more spooky and it's all in the dark. 
mm-hmm. blah blah blah, like everything we talked about. But what do you think? Well, about you know, it being it's a sequel. Violent? It has to and be I, bigger. I, I, I think it has to be. Right? And of yeah. course, they needed to match what was going on with the slasher craze at the time, so they had yeah. to match up with the Prowler and, and again, Friday the Thirteenth. Prowler, love it. Kind of a trash movie. Friday the Thirteenth. I don't like it as much as other people, but kind of a trash movie. This movie is not trash. Halloween Two is not That's trash. Cool, it God. is done well. It is not fucking throwaway garbage. It's not a slasher of the week. Like it is good. Yeah. You know, objectively, yeah. it's a good, well-made movie. There's yeah. some quirks about it, right? But like, yeah. So no, yeah, same I, uh, yeah, director of photography. Yes. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. Oh, I got that. Yeah, so yeah, it does yeah. have a consistent. Uh, so we start off in Hadfields, and I, I don't know who decided let's put mr sandman in there by the um, cordettes in there but i think it works perfectly to bookend the movie yeah and i don't know why i don't and i don't know why either <laughs> yeah. there's nothing they do it again in h2o right yeah. and it just it works for it i don't know either. i was wondering that too it's like yeah this song well okay don't fear the reaper that makes more sense kind of because yeah. michael's the reaper or whatever i just think they wanted some uh they wanted something to to I don't know. I think they chose it to kind of, you know, introduce us to like a, a darker theme where, yes, we have this like lovely, almost, you know, obviously very happy, campy song. And yet we have much more brutal killings and some really you know, some crazy ass shit happens in this one. So I think they wanted to, to match it with that. But I just I have always now associated Mr. Salmon with Halloween because of that. And they use an H2O as well. So that helps us too. Um and with that, it takes place right where we left off. What we just said, like it goes right from the last five minutes of the first film with Lori telling the kids to go get you know somebody, and then we have Loomis shooting him six <laughs> slash seven times, and then <laughs> now we have the updated theme where it's the same thing, but theme, but it's it's eighties, it's since better, but it's eighties, eighties, better. I actually believe fun. it's not, but we'll get to that. Oh. We'll go back to the music later. I, I don't I don't mind it. It's cool, but it just I just think the original soundtrack is the best of the best, and the the over the synth use is just it it dilutes what I don't you know, like it that shit the, in general. I know me. which that's, that's that weird. says a lot for me. Yeah. So anyway, but we'll get to the music. Don't worry. Do you want mayonnaise um, on your sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want mayonnaise on your sandwich? I mean, like I have. When we get there, yeah, uh, I have a line. <laughs> oh, there'll be a lot of lines. There's a lot of lines, <laughs> and they're watching Night of the Living Dead. I know, so I, I, I put, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, it has an even better movie that they're watching. Oh, there you go. Night, Night of the Living uh, Dead. Well, yeah, better than the thing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean the original. Well, yeah, the oh, Howard Hawks. So the opening credits are cool. <laughs> um, after we find out that you know he shot six times <laughs> and he's running around trying to find himself. Um, or trying to find the sheriff. I guess. Trying to find himself. <laughs> Michael Myers trying to find himself. Who am I in this tough, difficult world? Wow, I'm really losing it on this episode. <laughs> Dick Rosenthal. Dick. It's all right. Okay, this fucking head repeats the same shit about forty times. So the opening credits are cool, and I love the Jack Lantern opening up to a skull as it slays yeah. in. Oh, my um, and then we go into a POV of Michael walking in the back alleys of Haddonfield as we hear in the background, I shot him six times. He's yelling. not human. Yeah. <laughs> like all these people in the neighborhood are like, who the fuck is that? Dude, Loomis is just, <laughs> yeah, running around. I shot him six times. Uh-huh. Who shot who? We see Michael approach a home from the back alley. A man and woman are hanging out making sandwiches. 
Um, the TV tells about the mental patient who escaped, who happens to be at large. They, they go back to Washington Night of the Living Dead. Good choice. Michael grabs the knife um, from the kitchen as she's looking towards her husband, and he walks away menacingly, waiting in the shadows. The young girl asks, the old couple next door are okay since she saw a blood print, and she screams. The woman next door is like, are you okay over there? Ah, then he, she calls someone, and at first I thought it was the cops, but she says, ah, he probably got angry and decided to start beating her. God damn it! That's what I was gonna. T- oh, I was no. trying to stop you. Yeah, yeah. He, she says she's always picking on him. He probably got sick of it and started beating her, and that's yeah. why they're not answering when she's staying their name. What the fuck is going on in this neighborhood? But also yeah. two other things. Okay, one, this definitely establishes <laughs> that Michael has a type. Yeah, he only Brunettes. kills teenagers. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. Only teenagers, right? Mm-hmm. He could have killed. Uh, those old people, and he has a definite opportunity to kill a bunch of babies here in a minute. <laughs> oh, right, a right. bunch of babies, and he doesn't. And then second, an underrated thing that no one talks about with these movies in particular, Michael Myers, he he's known to like have the knife, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not his weapon. It's whatever he can get his hands yeah. on. Yeah. Especially in this movie. And that's, that is my favorite thing. Like, the inventive, like, weapons that he gets like the little fucking mm-hmm. scalpel all the shit oh yeah and he like finds a knife dude, the fucking you know syringe. in this old lady's house oh yeah you. dude so, anything yeah. that he can get he doesn't give a shit and you look at like even that's the thing that's like consistent in most of the movies mm-hmm. it's like he he doesn't just use his knife and same thing with jason honestly yeah jason he, like, they, yeah, yeah mostly yeah jason doesn't really like learn. walk around with a machete until the booty movie until number <laughs> six he's not like walking around consistently with the machete yeah. No. If you think about it, I mean, like, he, he uses spears, fucking giant ch- chainsaw thingies, like, all sorts of shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Freddy's the only one that has, like, one consistent mm-hmm. weapon. Mm-hmm. But they all got to get lumped in. Right. Leatherface, same thing. Uses whatever. Same thing. But especially with Michael. But anyway, sorry. Yeah, no, I, I'm glad that you added, because the, the, when she called, I just found that, just like, what the fuck? So the radio's now oh. talking, and it's the radio saying that there's murders down in Orange Grove, and she's talking, and she's like, oh, that's just down the street. Down Michael's the sneaking street. in into the girl's home, like, from the front door, and then gets his first kill, stabbing her in the heart with blood splattering on her face, and we're like, ooh, it's going to be yep. a little that's bit of a bloody movie. more blood. <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, more blood in that one kill. Than yeah. in the entirety the of the first movie. one. The police show up to Lori's house right now, where they're carting out yep. of the three bodies of her friends from the first film yep. and a variation of the original, and of course her, which she's okay. A variation of the original theme is being played, and we'll get to all that. They carry out Lori, sending her to the nearby hospital. We get to the hospital where they wheel Lori on a stretcher. The doctors give her a sedative as she be- begs not to be put to sleep. Please don't put me to sleep. They show the needle twice. I don't know. That was the hardest part for me because they showed the needle going to her arm once, then twice, and it was like really deep in there. I was like, oh, damn. It wasn't, it wasn't the normal. See, normally in movies, they like have like a, a, a thing that goes, like a, the syringe goes inside of the whatever, the, the tube, right? Yeah. You can see that it's like an right. actual needle going right. into somebody's arm. It's clearly not Jamie Lee Curtis. She's got her um, money-making wig on. She yeah. Ain't, she ain't getting stabbed. No, hell no. Oh, no. Hmm. Talk about the wig. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I There's there's times in this movie where I'm like, why is her hair like, oh, right. Um, yeah. Wait, it's a wig? Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. This movie's yeah, yeah, like, yeah. what? Well, you said four years later? Yes, Five. it's 81. Yeah, three, three years, and later. years later. Yeah, but I mean, like four, three, three to four, right? Um, uh, so she was doing a lot with her hair. She's for years. a movie. She had short hair. 
The fog, she had shorter hair. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, for... Uh, I don't know if it was for the fog, but she definitely had... That was at, it was, that was like, in between one and two, right? Yep, it was so, yeah. It was a little above shoulder length. But it's okay, because, like, you, you could that? just... Because it's the fog, it's awesome. Okay, it was, yeah, but okay. you could, you could uh, excuse it and be like, oh, yeah, you know, her hair's all disheveled. That would make sense, shit. yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. See, I'm learning, and I hope that you're learning, too. <laughs> so now, yeah, so we're at the hospital. By the way, they never... I don't understand the importance of this <laughs> yeah, at all. Because, Kevin, Kevin, just like so many other things in this movie and in this entire <laughs> genre, because it's awesome. Yeah, because we see this the kid coming in. A fucking razor blade in his teeth. Right. Look at that. Like, Jesus. Ah. I, I didn't put that in my notes, but I was like, I oh, didn't... yeah, razor blade in teeth. Like, because it doesn't add anything to the movie, but it's still, like, brutal. It's like, oh, my God, that poor fucking kid. And then we have poor Lori coming in. And then, anyway, there's a lot going on in this first, like, 20 minutes. We go back to Loomis and the sheriff, still looking around for Michael. No man could take six slugs. I told you it wasn't a man, Loomis says. (laughs) (laughs) I told you it wasn't a man! (laughs) Loomis runs after a non-Michael-looking Michael. Michael. Um, Okay, this part is just fucking ridiculous. And awesome. Okay. What's so awesome about it? He sees a person with a Michael Myers mask. And I'm a trick-or-treat bag, by and the way. And a treat bag. It's, <laughs> I'm sorry, a a William Shatner mask. Yeah, well, I, I meant to talk about that. We didn't talk about that at all. In just in general, the wow. mask, like, they were, the mask the is same so episode. fucking spooky yeah. that we don't even, as audience members, go, why in the fuck is that just sitting around in a random Halloween store? We didn't even talk about store? that. You know what I mean? Like, well, there we go. we know what it is, but it's like, okay... That's what they did to it in real life. They took a William Shatner mask and changed it, yada, yada, yada. But yeah. what the fuck is it for in the movie? Why is that there? Right. You know what I mean? Why is a white mask with hair? And then not only that, why does well, it continue to be in all of these goddamn stole movies? Stole some Halloween masks. Right, but what is it for? Like, it's just a they went to the store and got a Star Trek mask. Yeah. What did Michael Myers go to the store and get? It's something I've always, like, hmm. it's always confounded me. Okay. It's like, because, like, in the fourth one, you see him, like, grab it, and it's like, what the fuck is that for? Like, what is what is that sitting there for? Hmm. It's got to be for something. It's not just, you're a spooky man. <laughs> you were a spooky be. man. Spooky, yeah. spooky, spooky ghoul mask. mask. Four ninety nine. I don't know. Spooky white mask. Anyway, sorry, going back to the holy shit moment. So he's running after this Michael, and this Michael's just walking across the street with the candy bag, and then this cop car comes fucking Dude. roaring. <laughs> yeah. No, before that, he's about to shoot the fuck, yeah. and then the other cop oh, is like, no, man. motherfucker, don't! And then he, and then the, the kid is just like, woodenly, like, walking out to the fucking street, and then this dude's going 170 miles an hour, smashes into the ambulance. He says he couldn't stop. It's like, what's going on? And then the other cop is like, look what you did, Loomis! And it's like, motherfucker, that's not his fault! What's that kid doing? What's that cop doing? He was destroyed into the van, and then the van exploded! Like, is this Fast and Furious? No, it's just... It's just awesome. It's just it explodes bigger. and then he's burning. He this cop he came out of nowhere, the cop says the dude was in the middle of the fucking They're street. Like, what a reckless <laughs> crazy. What a reckless cop. Also, there's other people in the fucking street. And also, the dude would have hit the ambulance 
regardless of if anybody was in the street at all. Like, what is he? Like, going that... He, he came out of nowhere, dude. What the fuck are you talking about? You didn't even swerve before or after or during you hitting him. You just... You were just Boom. flying. Let's see how fast this car goes. Like, right. what the fuck are you doing? Oh, man. So that, like... I'm like, damn, this movie... I almost forgot about that scene when they I watched that. anybody a badge yeah. in this town. Yeah. We go back to the hospital after that, Jesus. Where they're watching a special news bolt around three people dead, killed by an escaped mental patient. For about the 70th time. For the 70th time. Meanwhile, <laughs> one of the paramedics, Jimmy, creeps in on Lori. The nurse comes in to say Jimmy. she will be taken care of tomorrow. Jimmy asks her for a Coke as Lori gets googly-eyed with them. Like, awkwardly. Cuts to news anchor who says they believe Michael Myers died in that car wreck from earlier. <laughs> the giant fucking destruction in the street. News crews all over asked surrounding the home where the newly killed teenage girl was killed at the beginning of the movie. We found out the young girl was the sheriff's daughter. Oh, oof. Loomis talks to the other sheriff that is because the other one went home now. Um, talks to the other sheriff discussing that he is an animal. He was his doctor for 15 years. He is not human and has no compassion. He will go again tonight. We, like here we it is, go. Right here. Look, it's just ridiculous. He doesn't what? swerve. Like he was gonna hit the. I, I guess it's not an ambulance. It's just a van. Like, van. What? And if he was, and if the, if, okay, so if the guy wasn't there, he was gonna hit the the van. If the van wasn't there, he was gonna hit the fucking curb. Like this dude is driving like a complete asshole. Yeah. And they're all like, Loomis, what the fuck? And he says he can't. I don't know where I can right. stop. What? Yeah. What? 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 You came out of nowhere. Is it ever not? But oh. for some reason. That part is just crazy. I just think it's awesome. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, going back to the hospital now. Um, so, or no, I'm sorry, going back to Loomis. He was talking, you know, like we, um, he's going to kill again tonight. Now we go back to the hospital. We get, oh no, I'm sorry. This is before the hospital. We find two random women, teenage women who are coming from a party. The girl has to drive to the hospital, has to drive her friend back and she promises her she will. She's like, fine, I will. Now we go back to a kid in the street with a cowboy hat listening to a boombox, and it bumps into <laughs> Michael. Cue the music. <laughs> yeah, we walk. He walks around town not giving a fuck. He sees a sign for Haddonfield. He gives. A, he sees a sign for Haddonfield Memorial Hospital and starts walking that way. And then we go to the hospital where the girl from earlier, the one that picked up her friend, got from the party, is at, and she's going to be clocking in fifteen minutes late. Michael's looking from far away. We see the paramedics and nurses watching the TV where one of the paramedics um, is talking about how much he loves pizza. Still watching Night of the Living Dead in the background, I see. Amazing. Oh, and then he, uh, he, uh, I, we find out his name is Bud. Bud starts singing this wonderful song, Amazing Grace, Come Sit on My Face. The, the sleazy paramedic trope, of course, sounds like he's from New York. Um, and I look forward to his imminent death. <laughs> Michael is walking around the hospital hiding from the nurse while in the newborn unit. Does <laughs> he talk about? Yeah. He's watching these babies. <laughs> nurse Karen gets scolded for being 15 minutes late again as Michael casually walks in the background. Like it's this, almost like, like that scene, it's almost like the movie is like, see, he only kills teenagers, okay? Yeah. You know? Yeah, he's not going to kill no babies now. He's not going to kill any babies. Well, yeah, could you imagine he just, eyes. he just goes, Google. slits all the little babies' throats? Oh, God oh damn. my gosh. And they're canceled. I, hey, if it was uh, made in 2018, <laughs> if this movie was made in 2018, he probably would have. No, yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, he's like solid snake sneaking around. No one sees him in a bright lit hallway. And this is the worst well, no, understaffed dude. hospital I've ever seen. Well, yeah. Staffed very lightly, but... All attractive people. Yeah. Oh, right. Of course. Right. Especially that that black nurse, dude. Come mm. come back. Can you be in more of this movie? Yes. Yes. She asks why. <laughs> um. So Jimmy, 
is talking to Lori, the, the creeper who keeps cutting on Lori. He's like, hey, you need a Coke? Hey, you need something? Like, <laughs> like, it was just weird. He talks to Lori about how hey, Michael... Jimmy, you know that girl? I know. No, I've never seen her in my life. Like, Gosh. Jimmy asks her, hey, do you know Michael Myers was trying to kill you? She su- she's shocked that it's the same boy who killed his sister. She's like, what? That was Michael Myers? She asks why he's coming for her, and Jimmy is then asked to get the fuck Santa out by the head nurse. Terrium. Yeah. The head nurse can't get through to her parents since oh, Michael cut the God. phone lines. The hospital security what? goes out to check around the building. He gets attacked by a cat. Oh, I hate when that happens. As he's collecting himself, he sees a padlock that was broken. When he locks the, he looks in the inside of the darkened storage room, the cop tries to call on the radio, but the nurse doesn't know how to use it because she asked him how to use it, and he wouldn't fucking tell her. He just leaves. He hears security a noise. Guard. Huh? Security guard. Security guard. You're, you're right. He hears a noise and opens the <laughs> storage unit for boxes to attack him. And finally, he gets a hammer to the head as the nurse's aide still can't work the fucking walkie-talkie. It's really difficult, dude. So what do you guys think so far? We've had like two or three kills. We're establishing this is more of a brutal movie. What What do you think of Michael in this compared to the first one? What What's some things pop in your head? I mean, I can... Like, you can realistically and, real, you know, the rea- reality of the world that, you know, they were in. Yeah, they need to make it more violent, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's not... Like, it's it's not... It makes sense, right? Yeah. Like, if he's going on a rampage, do we want to see him in the second movie that takes place the same night, continue to just barely every once in a while kill people? Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel yeah. like you not only have to ramp it up for like an audience stamp from an audience standpoint, but you also have to ramp it up because it's like, you know, now he's on like a roll. Now he's like. Because he's, like, actively getting better, almost. Oh. You know? At, at, like, at like all of this stuff. Because, I mean, like, by the time we get to the hot tub scene, mm-hmm. like, he's already, like, what, like, five, six deep? Yeah. He knows how to kill some people, and he's, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I think it makes some sense. Um, I, even up to, uh, up, up to this point, I think this movie's awesome. Dustin, what do you think? I mean, I think Derek just hit all those. No. <laughs> like, there you yeah, go. I, I love how this does take place the exact same night, right after everything. And, like, yeah, like Derek just said, like, he should. We don't want to see what we just saw before with him. Oh, here's a kill once every hour. Like, mm-hmm. no, we want to see him fucking kill people. Yeah, That's yeah. That's what these movies are. Is- like, in a, in a world of terrible, like, a, a vast wealth. Of terrible Halloween sequels. This one's like, oh yeah, this is this is a like relief, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. It doesn't have a stupid little annoying girl in it, you know. It doesn't have any <laughs> cult stuff. Yeah. He's not seventy year old, a seventy year old man smashing a dude's face. He's not like a weird whatever the fuck's going on in Rob Zombie's movies. There's no unicorn, you know. <laughs> There's so much like going for this movie, especially when you compare it to. I know. I I agree. Terrible I think it sequels. it stands up on its on its own to, to go with one and two. And I think you know yet again it probably could have just stopped here, and or they could have done something very different. It, it should have. On. It should have. Yeah. No. It definitely. They should have gone with John Carpenter's original idea. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because uh, hot take Halloween three is awesome. Yeah, I don't like anybody that doesn't like that movie. Oh. I don't not like it. I just I think it's okay. It's not. I wasn't like amazed by it. Oh, it was okay. I was like, this is great. Okay, okay. all right. Uh, let me let me elaborate. I don't like people that hold the bullshit in retrospect. Mm-hmm. Halloween three moniker against it. Okay, like, 
The Fair movie enough. itself, especially what forty years later, it's that's not doing anything wrong to you. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's its own thing. I th- I wish they would rebrand it as Season of the Witch, okay. because like, oh. mm-hmm. and and like if it wasn't like there's so many movies that are like that where it's like, what the fuck? Why are these Irish people like doing this weird <laughs> Halloween cult thing where they're taking over? There's so many movies uh, even of that era. That are that weird, that you don't like hold anything against. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, know. yeah. I love that movie. Yeah, there we go. And then four is just okay. Five gives me ulcers. I'm pretty sure that's the reason I have hemorrhoids. Oh. <laughs> so five and six. <laughs> uh, for the record, I don't. So that's a joke. It's a I'm joking. <laughs> so we have the security guard that got Back hammered in the, the head. Hammerhead to the hammerhead to the security guard. Hammer smash. And then we go to the morgue where they're looking at the charred body of the Michael. They say the body looks eighteen. Michael. (laughs) They say the body looks eighteen, and Michael. But Lewis is like Michael's twenty one. They say which they mistakenly credit him as twenty three in Halloween, which is weird. Mm -hmm. Yeah, credits. Right. They must assume he's still alive. The sheriffs say they want to sweep the entire county for him. We now go to Michael's old house where people are throwing stones and trying to break it down. And Loomis says, Evil dies tonight! tonight. No, they don't say that shit. (laughs) Their tribe, one of theirs was butchered. This is the wake. (laughs) Like, okay. Loomis says some strange-ass things. They move up to the Myers porch to check around the house. Loomis gives another overview of what happened when Michael stabbed his sister um, 15 years ago. Force beside him biding his time. His immobility and silence he was the ideal patient. He did not talk, cry, or move. In many ways. He just waited. The staff was unprepared. The sheriffs asked if he knew, and then he said, Fifteen years he's waited for this night! Sorry. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the boy asks about a teen that didn't come home. These, these two random boys come up like, Hey, do you know about this kid? They figured that it's the fake Michael that got fucking annihilated by the reckless twisted metal cop. Um, we yeah. go back to the hospital where Nurse Anne is love attacked by paramedic Bud. Bud says, Everyone is worried about this Michael Myers crap. He just wants some poutine. As that is happening, <laughs> yeah. Lori's having a flashback to her mom saying, I'm not your mother. And then she is... I'm not uh, your fucking mother. Then she is... Meeting a young boy in a mental institution and blood is dripping. She wakes up to some synthy Halloween music and now Nurse Anne is neglecting her duties to have sex in a hot tub with the gormish bud. Man, what a shitty understaff in bad service hospital. Great boobs. And then time to do it in the hot tub as Michael creeps in and starts turning up the heat. Because Michael hates premarital sex just as much. Premarital sex just as much as Jason. Michael yeah. turns up the temperature of the hot tub and Bud gets up to check the temperature because she's like, it's just too hot. Flabby, <laughs> flabby man butt incoming. He checks the temperature and Michael comes Man next to him and chokes him as he's dying, as she's drying off. And of course, here it comes. As Anne is redoing her hair, Michael comes in the hot tub room and then just you know, grabs her shoulder and just, you know she like kisses it. And he just, oh, or like mi- two minutes, he's just he's like loving every second hand. of it. <laughs> and then she starts sucking on his hand, kissing them. Then, yeah. she, then she looks up and he drowns her in the scalding hot tub. And she keeps bringing him up, and her skin's peeling and boiling. This Ooh, is yeah. this is the most brutal kill I think in the entire thing, and everyone remembers Howling Two for this for sure. Yeah. Guys, why is this scene so brutal? Help me out here. Uh, cause it's skin stuff. Yeah, it's skin stuff. Yeah, let's say yeah. drowning skin stuff. Mm-hmm. Hot people don't like those boiling, things. peeling. Yeah. Cause yeah. everybody has skin. They're like, blah, 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 oh. no. and uh, real, real good looking uh, effect. 
but also at the same time, real pretty like pretty easy to do. All you have to do is like show her going into the water, and mm-hmm. then uh, when she comes up from the water, you just like do the makeup, right? And mm-hmm. then you put her back in, and then you cut, and then do the makeup again, like so. You know, it's it's uh, it's it's cool. It's effective, and it's not that hard, which is the best effects in my opinion. Yeah, it's like the ones that aren't that difficult. Yeah. Um, but are, like, look fucked up. Hmm. There you go. And then I mean, he uh, he silently kills. I think I wrote something about it. But uh, yeah, I love I love the up. silent kill in the background. But, yeah. Uh, she's like you know fucking you know drying herself off. Yeah. yeah. Fucking hitman. Yeah. yeah, there you yeah go. Exactly. Yeah. And then he like comes. Hitman up Michael. Yeah. So after that brutal ass scene, we go back to Loomis and the cops looking to a nearby school. Michael snuck into the school and put a knife through a drawing for some reason. I think he explains that's his. I don't. I, his sister. His sister. It's like a family of four. Oh, and then, like and a mom, a dad, a sister. Is and it a just son. a random yeah. kid's drawing? They just like let me fuck this kid's day up. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's unfortunate. He writes Samhain in blood, which Loomis says it's the festival of Samhain, the Lord of the Dead. Sawain, he says it incorrectly. Sawain. Yeah. Oh, they oh. do through it, even in uh, six. Paul Rudd, like all Sam about Hain. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like no, Sawain. it's Sawain. It's Sawain. Yeah. Celtic. Sawain. I thought you. Yeah. Were, I thought I thought you you said the pronunciation. Right. Yeah, yeah. He's over here. If you haven't listened to our Lavoisier episode, yeah, I just laughed. All right, Lewis is approached by a woman who says she has to talk to him privately. We find out this was the nurse. Who fucked things up in the first one and got her him got oh, away? Right. I mean, it's not I I know I mean, that's what he's basically implying though. The entire time she talks, he talks to her. She's like, "You, you, I told you, fucked it up." She says Loomis has been ordered back to Smith's Grove. The governor's saying he must return. They're all worried that this will undermine the mental mental institutions like credibility. She says a marshal's waiting for him outside. I actually kind of like this subplot for some reason. I was just like, oh, oh yeah, adds a little bit of you know panache. Michael is walking around the hospital now as Jimmy peeps in on Lori again. Jimmy. Wait, and then Jimmy says, hey, I Jimmy know you Jimmy. don't know me well, but I'm not going to let anything happen to you. <laughs> That's just... Thanks, Jimmy. <laughs> Thanks, Jimmy. Wait, real quick, pause. Yes. Dustin, do you have anything that I can drink? French. All, all this talking. Continue. All this talking. And... Action. Action. So, um, Lori is in a strange trance where she is starting... Where she's, like, staring straight ahead and the nurse's aide comes in to check on the doctor... But, you know, the doctor's shower is on, and he's not in the shower. Mm-mm. She goes into his office, and he turns, she turns the chair around, and lo and behold, he has a syringe in his eye. Damn. Then Michael stabs her with the syringe. It's Miller time. Then Michael stabs her with the <laughs> syringe right in the temple, and she falls to the ground. Not quite. But. No, 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 I know. Liquid death time. Brought to you by liquid death. We Hell go yeah. to a nurse who is checking in on another patient, and Michael's creeping up to Lori's hospital room with a scalpel. Oops, I spelled scalpel wrong. I put scale pie. Scale pie. <laughs> 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 really? He finds... My bad. <laughs> scale pie. He finds that he's only stabbing pillows. Oh, so he pulled a, he pulled a oh Fellowship of the Ring on him. Yep. Yeah. Fellowship. Yeah, because the hobbits... When you know they they know the ring rates oh, are after them, so they put the pillows in the beds here and they we go. Fucking go. And Aragorn puts them in the inn next door, and so they're stabbing pillows and they're freaking out. And the hobbits wake up and they're like, "Oh man, think I'm not in there still." The fuck is scalpel? Oh, it's, we go to a nurse. Here it is, scalpel. Scalpel. <laughs> scalpel. We got breeding. 
later. Breed, whoops. No, he's no, he's not. He's still breaking. <laughs> I was writing this all, and I was like, <laughs> "Lori's such a boss." Um, the nurse returns to check on Lori, only to find that she's not there, and all these pillows like around the area. Loomis and the sheriff are still looking for Michael. However, they're taking him out of Addenfield, and he's like, "Well, good luck, sheriff." The nurse is looking for the security guard, yet Michael is still stalking Lori throughout the hospital. Jimmy and Nurse Jill are the only two left, and they're realizing that everyone's gone and they need to find Lori, and Michael overhears their conversation. Jimmy keeps looking for Lori, only to find the head nurse dead, dripping blood from an IV in her arm, and he slips in the puddle blood and gets knocked the fuck out. The nurse Jill's going out to her car, only to find it won't start and her tires are slashed, and all the other tires are slashed too. Lori is still sneaking around the hospital to escape Michael, and Nurse Jill does find Lori, but gets stabbed in the back and hoisted in the air by Michael. This is the uh, surprise finger in the butt meme. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh! Then also, we get... oh, her wig looks really bad right here. Yeah, that's true. Man. Yep, that's true. I was always wondering. I was like, what? It just looks awkward. Mm. Then we get the chase music. The dun. Dun, 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 but it's more synthy now. Lori starts running, and by the way, this chase scene is just superb. In this abandoned hospital hallways, the sound of his footsteps coming through, and she's on padded feet, you know, like just her padded feet walking the run, run around. Um, it's I just find this really cool. Lori finds the body of security card dead and hanging. That sounds familiar. Michael corners her, and she starts climbing up the pipes towards a window. She starts going through the storage area, waiting for the elevator, and she gets in there just in time. She runs outside, hiding in a car. Yeah, that, that whole sequence was just awesome. We now go back into Haddonfield, where Loomis is being driven towards the hospital. Loomis is talking to the nurse in order to appease the gods. The priest held fire rituals. Animals were, animals were burned alive in baskets by observing the way they died. The druids believed they could see omens of this future. Sawain. What? Isn't goblins or witches. It's the unconscious mind. We're still afraid of the dark inside ourselves. Whoa. Yeah, and then a dude comes in and says, Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I thought he was just a serial killer. Yeah. The fuck are we talking oh, here we go, here. There's a file on Michael Myers that no one knew about. Uh, and the nurse says, a file says that Lori Strode was his sister. Now they tell him they sealed it to protect yeah. her. Loomis puts a gun on the cop and he asks him to drive back Turn to the hospital. Around. Loomis is unhinged. We go back to the oh, hospital yeah. where Lori is and hiding in the car and Jimmy has a bad concussion trying to get the car started. And he, of course, you know, is like, I'm going to get this out of here. And then he... Into the horn. I'm not drunk. You're drunk. (laughs) And of course, that gives away where she's hiding. He falls face first on the car horn, and the vehicle with Loomis and the cop are now going into the hospital. Lori's screaming for their help, yet they could not hear. Michael sees her from afar, walking towards her. She's trying to get into the hospital. He has this really cool red light effect on him in the back because he's like in this like area where there's like a red light beaming beaming down. And uh, Michael just starts walking towards her. She's blasting on the door. Let me in, let me in, let me in. They let her in and they close the door. The Michael just walks through the fucking glass. Just boom, he's yeah, just yeah. in. Oh, yeah. You might be asking, why does that happen? And the answer, once again, because is it's because awesome. it's fucking awesome. Dude, he does that a couple times. <laughs> yeah. Loomis starts shit. unloading on him again and he falls to the ground. This part is incredible. The cop says he's dead. No, he's not. He's still breathing. Okay. That's what they Yeah. Loomis tells the nurse to. What are you doing? Right. Too far. Whoa Way there. Too far. Where's the Whoa there. there. Loomis tells the. Loomis tells the I was nurse. Trying to catch up. Oh, uh, yeah. Loomis tells the nurse to go call on the radio that they need help. The cop checks Michael and he cuts the cop's throat. Shoom. 
Loomis and Lori are starting to run away. They hide in the major surgery room where Michael busts in. Loomis realizes he's out of bullets and gets stabbed, falling to the ground. Lori's now in front of Michael and he shoots him where blood drips from his eyes. So here's the thing. Okay, I have a question. Yeah. Did she shoot him in the head then? Or she shoot him in the eyes, she both of twice. them. Yeah, she shot both like, eyes. She's the that thing good. about this movie probably is she's that, that good. Does she shoot him in like both, like bullseye in the eyes, both, and then they both? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because he then he's yeah, like, um, you see it because there's like much. a close up in his eyes. Yeah, and then he's like, so she got him like perfectly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just swinging. Yeah, life. so I guess, um, yeah, eye shots. He's trying to swipe at her being blinded. Loomis is still alive, turning on some gas. And she's like, oh, great idea. They're taking off the oxygen and ether valve. Loomis lights a lighter saying, it's time, Michael, and blows up the fucking room. As Lori's hiding, and she got out, by the way, right before this happened, because um, he said to get her away. Um, she's down the hallway, and she's hiding. Come on now! Come on. And Lori's hiding from the flames. Michael starts, this is cool, this is badass. He's walking out very slowly, like, oh, shit, he ain't dead. But then he slowly falls to the ground. And he's no more. We see the mask burning away, and the next morning comes, and the cops are counting up ten bodies from the night's events as they take Lori into another ambulance. The ambulance dries off. Lori's looking to the back of the hospital. Michael's mask slowly burns, and Mr. Sandman. The end. So we've already talked about some scenes that stick out, but Dustin, what's a scene that sticks out for you? Like one in particular. Um. I don't know why, but the hot tub. Yeah, I am. There's some... And I guess we're going to talk about the kid getting ran over by the cop because it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. And of course, Loomis going around just... Just, <laughs> just doing Saying shit he like does. this. Yeah. He's got more shit than I After I shot him. But, I don't know. There's not as many scenes. Like, so Halloween 1 is like, yes, every scene. And this one's like, a good chunk of it, most of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's not about you, but or, sorry, Derek, Derek. How about I you? Know, it was Derek. Hey, 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 Derek. We've been doing this for too long. Hey, yeah, yeah. Dustin, I'm Derek. Hey, um, Kevin. My name is Dustin. <laughs> hey, buddy. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I it appears I think I don't know if you guys would disagree with this. I'm probably the biggest fan out of all three of us of this movie. Um, I do love every single thing about it. Um, I like all the ridiculous slasher movies, and this is like I said at the beginning. A classy version of one of those ridiculous slash movies. Like, yeah, the scene where the dude gets hit. Uh, this this sequence right here that we were watching where Michael Myers is, like, trying to find her in the car. And the dude is all concussed and he fucks up the whole thing. And again, yeah. if Lori just didn't have this motherfucker around her, if she was just surviving by herself, she'd be fine. But, yeah. You know, yeah, just hiding, um, yeah. I like the eyeball scene. The doctor. Oh, right. The syringe in the eye. Really, yeah. all the kills are awesome, I think. Yes. They're um, all unique. Obviously, the bat, the hot tub scene is, is great. Yeah. Um, I have a question, though. This yes. is unrelated. Who do you think is a more believable cop? The cop that's, like, driving Loomis and the nurse lady? Or the cop in uh, the end of Friday the 13th Part 1 that clearly looks like some dude they had on set and they put a cop <laughs> on uh, in in front of like the shittiest looking hospital. Uh, oh man! Because <laughs> they both are unconvincing. Yes. Um, but anyway, um, maybe I, this one. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he's he's like you know barely driving. Uh-huh. Um, I like the the thing with like the razor blade. I don't know. There's like three scenes from three different movies with razor blades that I just love. It's this. 
Uh, it's trick or treat. Trick or treat. Mm. With the candy apples. Yeah. Um, and then uh, mm-hmm. Night of the Demons at the end, oh. where she like puts makes pie in the morning or whatever, and then puts the razor blades. No, and it goes. It like oh, slices right. his throat open, and then she just says. Happy Halloween! And then yeah. it ends. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, just, you just spoiled but the I, end for me. Oh, Night oh. of the Demons? Yeah. That movie's like 40 years old. I know, and my bu- my buddy just came in and I haven't watched it. That yet, has nothing to do with the it. movie. Yeah, it, like, it comes completely out of nowhere. And it's awesome. You're still going to see the effect and it's sick. Yeah. I'm there sorry. you go. There you go. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so, yeah. But I, I love this part. Yes. Where she's like, yes. it's almost like Titanic. Um, where she's like, she... To say it, I know, but it's like this is the part that that gripes me because it's like she's clearly able to scream, she's just not screaming when trauma, dude, until the last, yeah, I guess. And it's it's been a long ass ass night, she just wanted to study for midterms for god's sakes. And look what she's had to go through, yeah, I don't know, anyway. Performances. Donald Pleasance is is just extra cheesy and campy, but we love it. Jamie Lee Curtis is still the scream queen and always will be. And by this point, like people have established oh, yeah, her that she was in the Fog, Terror Train, and Prom Night by this time that this came out. So like, like she was established now. So people like knew who she was, and they were like all pumped that she's back in this movie. Um, since these kills were extra gnarly, like we're gonna talk more about those special effects, and we've talked a lot about them. But overall, as we've talked about, this has. It might miss the same legendary status as the first one, but it's still a solid, sweet sequel. And you know, I believe it's my favorite sequel of like the numerous fucking Halloween sequel. It's not, tri- like, it's not even close. Yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. even remotely close. Yeah. There's a giant, shallow <laughs> dip after this. Movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, it is not good. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I've said it before. Like. Halloween 4 is so... It's so irritating because it's so close to being a good movie. Mm -hmm. But it's not. But it's so close. There's so many cool things in it and cool ideas. You know, but it just doesn't... It just doesn't work. But anyway. Yeah. Um, The soundtrack. So we talked a little bit in the beginning about the updatedness of the soundtrack. It has the famous Carpenter score, but it's got variations, more synth variations on it. It's it's, it's more well-produced, you can tell. Um, And not to mention, we also have the Mr. Sam and Cordettes, which I think fits perfectly. Even though I really do like it, and I like Alan um, Howarth's contributions with John Carpenter, it just, I will always love the original score more. I just, I always will. The, The simple piano and the simple, like, synth everything is synthesized in this which sounds cool and i like it but it's just it doesn't beat the first soundtrack what do you guys think um i mean i kind of said it as a joke but i <laughs> kind of like this better mm-hmm. um i don't really know why again it might just be because it was like in a weird way like a forbidden fruit that and i finally got to see it so late in my life mm-hmm. that you know I don't know. It might have something to do with like my story with this movie, but I don't know. I feel like it has. It's the same music, mm-hmm. but then it has an, a, a a new element to it. Yeah, and I'm not saying like the first movie it's like repetitive or anything, but this has like more variety, I guess. And I think that's what I like the most about it. Hmm. And it's just like the uh, first movie. It, like the same, you say the same thing about the uh, the whole the movie as a whole. Like this has the second movie has more variety. Yeah, 
uh, than the first movie. And that's not, like not not a knock on the perfect original movie, but <laughs> there you go. Like it's just you know it has that going for it, mm-hmm. and I don't think that's like a um, a negative. But, yeah. yeah. Anything, Dustin, you want to add before we start getting to the actors and the crew? Uh, let's see, side note, music sounds 80s, he just added the 80s feel to the entire score. Yeah. Uh, that's what I wrote. I also like Michael's mask in this one, it's yeah, pretty close to the first one. Yeah, and, as close as they can. Yeah, the, yeah, and the kills are better, there are some parts where I'm like, just what are you doing? Like at the end when Laurie and Loomis are in the room and Michael's just blind swinging aimlessly, they're just like standing there it's like you could fucking i don't know throw something at him and get out of there or something i don't know yeah like i said i think the ending is probably the weakest part yeah but uh i like the mr sandman touch yes and it is definitely i probably agree with Derek. like it's the best sequel Mm -hmm. to the original out of all of them what's like the next best one h2o i'd say yeah probably Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i feel like that whole last act of H2O is not good. No, I know. Yeah. With the but as the what table it, flipping and all For that. it being what it is. Yeah. I yeah. like it more than four. Uh, and then I also said, yeah, it's a pretty decent sequel, and it would have been fine at that. I mean, Loomis sacrificed himself for the greater good. Kills mm-hmm. the needle through the eye and the hot tub kill, and Michael has now been shot 13 times. How <laughs> the fuck... Do either one of these son, sons of bitches live to see the fourth one? Like, how on earth... Hey, man, Loomis, yeah. How do they live? Yeah. First of all, yeah. Michael Myers gets blinded and then blown up. Yep. Burned. Yep. Like, Loomis, you see him in the fourth movie, and he's just got some, like, pretty bad burns. <laughs> yeah. Like, bitch, we saw you blow up. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Ridiculous. Yep. There's no explanation. Well, I, there is, but it's really lazy in the right, fourth right. movie. So, yeah, do you want to go into the, the actors and crew? Uh, sure. Also, Where are we at? Oh, we're also on, uh, for my, who plays Michaels this oh, time, here we go. not yeah. Nick Castle. It's here Dick, we go. Warlock. Dick Warlock. Great name. I was looking at the wrong thing. Best name to ever exist. Dick yeah. Warlock. Great name, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> he plays Michael and... That yeah, dude as the fucks. Shape. He's also patrolman number three. Patrolman number three. Mm-hmm. So is he like going after? Is he the one that's that... when he's finding himself. You know, you said <laughs> there you go. See his little history. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you... <laughs> he's like, I could be a patrolman. Um, you just said Nick. You just said Nick Castle, and I feel like every time I've referred to the actor that plays Michael in the first movie in this amount of time that we've been sitting talking about these movies, I think I've been saying Nick Frost. I think Which so. is a British actor. Oh. Uh, and yeah. It's not, it's from Sean <laughs> no, you said, not you said Nick Castle and earlier. Nick Castle. I think That's I might have right. said it once, but then like, <laughs> oh, Nick yeah. Frost is always on my mind, apparently. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, how about Boy, the, the crew Boy. and cinematography? So we got both Carpenter and Deborah Hill wrote the movie again when the studios were begging for a sequel during the slasher craze of the yeah. early 80s. We got Dean Cundy. He was the director of photography. Again, just like in the first one. Mark Goldblatt and Skip Schoolnick. Crazy. Skip Schoolnick? What? Love it. Dude, There's Skip no way school... that's real. No way. <laughs> Skip Schoolnick, he was an editor. Yes. Uh, Michael Germain and John Chambers were the makeup artist and technician, respectfully, with Larry Kavanaugh. 
He was special effects for many great films such as Apocalypse Now and Face Off. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Frank two of Munoz. My movies. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, Frank Munoz for special Munoz, effects. So. Yeah. And the uh, director. Yeah, so Rick Rosenthal Rick, Dick or Rosen. Dick. <laughs> Rick Rosenthal's interesting because he's only directed before this. He only directed one episode of a TV series called Secret of Midland Heights. Oh then they decided him for Halloween too, and he directed a variety of TV shows and movies and music videos. And uh, there he was did Resurrection. Boo! Uh, he did Resurrection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he what? was. He was the. How's he do this one and the, easily the worst one? <laughs> I don't know about easily. Uh, it's very uh, it's like split and straws it's easily yeah yeah but the thing is of so so many of them make me violently angry <laughs> and it's like you know how can you even uh, like you know what at least that one has Busta in it you know what I'm saying like <laughs> Halloween Ends doesn't have shit mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 doesn't have shit Dustin yeah. you know what I mean like, it's, I think it's debatable. It's been so yeah. long since I've watched Personal. Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. This Rob Zombie's like... Halloween 2 was the first rated R movie that I went to go see when I was when I turned 17. I'm Damn. sorry. And they did not fucking card me, because they were like, <laughs> yeah. we don't have you're illegal, I mean, like, yeah. you're, uh... That movie is fucking gross. It's disgusting. You don't remember it's it? It's been a long time it's since I watched it. It's fucking gross. That movie's gross on, like, a moral and ethical level, but it's also, like, what the fuck? What are these scenes? I've only what seen What are these once. fucking scenes, dude? Yeah. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. He's really burning through them witches and <laughs> digging through them ditches. <laughs> digging through them ditches in that movie. That's for shit. <laughs> so, so Rick Rosen, you said that next line yeah. without fucking stuttering, dude. Rick Rosenthal. <laughs> he also did Wasp's Love Machine music video. <laughs> a- <laughs> I know, right? What a fucking filmography. And he did Smallville for seven episodes, and he did a few Law & SVUs, Buffy. Yeah, he did all Which these TV shows. Um, Smallville, I think it was season two. Uh, so it was still okay. Yeah. He. How did other movies do? Well, we're not sure, because Resurrection we're not going to talk about. Yeah. Um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Smallville were the highest rated, so there you go. Buffy's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the movie was released in the U.S. It was actually, the alternate name was Halloween 2, The Horror Continues. Um, the budget was $2,500,000, yeah, which compared to the one $300,000 for the first one. Makes sense. And it made $25,533,818 worldwide. The There's a huge discrepancy on the Rotten Tomatoes score. 33% for critics and 63% for audience. That's yeah, crazy. Those fucking critics... Are fucking stupid. I bet some of them are like Roger Ebert. Yep, actually, literally, he's the first yeah. one to pop up. Oh, yeah, up. dude. Roger he Ebert. Ah, uh, dude, I fucking hate him. Yeah, I don't like him. <laughs> when he, I was so thrilled when he died. And I don't give a fuck what anybody says. <laughs> and we're I canceled. hate that fucking tasteless sack of shit. Look at, <laughs> look at, you know what movie also he hated, Dustin? Oh, you no. know what movie also he hated? Oh, Two thumbs bro. down, dude. Matrix, two thumbs down. Fuck that fucking idiot. Yeah. yeah. Stupid. <laughs> fucking dumb. Dude, the what Matrix a dumb is, opinion. Matrix Two. is one of the best movies ever created right. upon ever. Yeah. Uh, by yeah. anybody ever. Like, yeah. period. Yeah. Fuck that idiot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a fucking stupid Fuck, prick. dude. Anyway. Yeah. Roger. And it's on Peacock. Hey. It's on Peacock. Yeah. It's on uh, AMC+. Plus. So you could watch... So in theory, you could watch Halloween 2, 
This could be your hall your Halloween uh, event. If yes, you for your Halloween have, episode. If you're one of that the is like longest episode we've ever had. Whatever percentage of people <laughs> no only have afraid. Peacock. Oh, let's say oh, you only have point. Peacock. This you could watch Halloween. Time. I'm making it. I'm doing a bit. <laughs> you could watch. Our episode is too, no, too long for your bit. Uh, well, last bit. Okay. Uh, you can watch Halloween <laughs> 2 and then go straight to King of the Ring 1998. <laughs> what? Undertaker versus Mankind. Okay. <laughs> Ra- wrestling. And see, and see yes. two of the most ridiculous uh, uh, pieces of art that you could ever, you know, experience. There you go. Rate it. Rate it. Oh, this is easy. What do you guys say? I mean, Kill it, watch it, buy it. Gottlieb. Kim Gottlieb. I I mean, I buy definitely it. say watch it. And at I least def- watch it. At least Dick watch Warlock, it. There he is. Y'all fucking crazy. Stunt coordinator. I give it two buys. Buy two copies. <laughs> hey, there you go. I have, uh, I have the fucking, I don't know what version it is, but uh, Sierra got it for me for Christmas one year. It's a Blu-ray, and the cover of it is him, like it's like a painted version of him coming, and he's all fire. Or oh. on fire, he's like coming out of the fire. That's nice. cool. That's cool. Awesome. Nice. Yeah, well, dang, what a Halloween treat for tonight. Hopefully, you've enjoyed this. You've enjoyed watching these both of these movies and are just binging on candy and good times with friends uh, and family. Don't remember, or remember, don't <laughs> drink. <laughs> don't drink, don't smoke, don't have sex. And don't say you'll be right back. And don't say you'll be right back and you'll survive tonight. Yes, indeed. And don't forget uh, to make sure you keep your jack lanterns lit, or this yeah. little kid named Sam will come up. Don't don't make sure you give him some candy. Yeah, you gotta leave your gotta leave your jollies I, for the. Oh, wait. speaking of, I have to go buy a can. So we're recording. You know, I gotta go buy candles. Well, there you go for my jack lantern, and I gotta carve it. Oh, yep, you gotta do that too. But yeah, so that'll be it for this week. Uh, next week, or actually, no, this is a Tuesday, so. Friday. Friday, we have another double, episode coming Double out. episodes this week. And it's something I've had in the vaults. I guess I will release our episode on the Nightmare Paradox with Ben Qaddafi and Ren Soren. And it's, I gotta go and edit that, which I'm very afraid to do because those two are ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm afraid <laughs> to listen to it. It's like, oh my god. Uh-huh. But that's coming out on Friday, so check that episode out. And yeah. if you liked this episode... Go ahead and give us a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yes, give us a like on Facebook or follow us on our Instagram page. If you've noticed, if you've been following us lately, we've been doing, well, I've been doing the 31 Days of Horror Movie Challenge and watching way more movies than I can count. But this is it by this time, so I would be watching Halloween again because that's what I need to do. And I might even do Halloween Town with the little one just to mix it up a bit. And um, more (laughs) Halloween stuff. Sorry, Hey man, how did you grew up with that? Bit. Come on, watch it when you were eight years old. Uh, uh, Halloween Town? <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, okay, no, didn't. fair enough. Like Halloween Town. It's hey, if you like a uh, black metal, you should give me and Kevin's uh, uh, black metal band a like on Facebook. Ungoliant, and we also have a, uh, Dustin's in a band, yeah. and they have a big show coming up. Yeah, Keeper of Smith. Yeah, yeah, that's us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. And we also have a letterbox, so make sure you follow us on HFMN Podcast. We also have a website, HFMNPodcast at gmail.com. So please email us about this, you know, our episode, or if you have questions, or if you say fuck you, whatever you want to put in there. Please make yeah, sure you email us. If you haven't got any fuck yous or anything. If you want to complain yeah. about, like, how... Uh, 
you know, a uh, a small podcast wants to promote on a social media platform, you know, do what I'd rather want, have that know? than nothing. So yeah, give us give us something. We got like one, but yeah, give us more. And oh, um, yeah. of course, we <laughs> have got a couple. It's like stay off my timeline. It's like. <laughs> I put money younger, into this. Get younger, you boomer. <laughs> Dang. But thank you so much, Dustin. Uh, wow. Hi, my name is Derek. Uh, good to meet you. <laughs> thank you so much, Dustin, Thanks, for tonight. Derek. Thank you so much, Derek, for joining us. And this is, I hope you have a happy Halloween, all of you. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. The HFMN podcast is signing out. Uh, uh, it's not on yeah. Tuesday next year, so that's nice. There you go. Yeah, I think it's a leap year next year. Oh, what does that have to do with Halloween? I don't know. It's, so it's like a Thursday instead of Wednesday. It mm-hmm. should be. It should always be Saturday. Should always it should be. always just be the weekend, yeah. yeah. Or Friday or something. Yeah, I think I heard people one time, okay, why can't we just do Halloween on a weekend? Because it's October 31st. Right. I it's mean, All Hallows Eve. Joe Bob Briggs says that the year should start on Halloween. Oh, I like and that. And then like Halloween is like New Year's. I think. And you should have it all off. Wasn't that kind of like how the pagan calendar is? Yeah, that's what it's based on. It's yeah, a, it's a say, whole giant storyline. I was going to say, isn't it kind of like already a thing for... Yeah, I mean, kind yeah. of, yeah. 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 But he, well, I mean, that's not how we operate. So. Well, we're not pagan to your own podcast, and we'll uh, see you later. See ya. <laughs>